Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You're shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, lot more. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. You can't wave on uh, on an audio product. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Hi. Most people listen. That's true. (laughs) Whatever. Um, anyway, how's Idaho? Yeah, you know, it's getting Various. really dark really early. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was going to be a little different. Well, it's you, you were more north in Seattle, I would think, which it, it should be actually slightly longer day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Great, great listening. Uh, <laughs> it is the it is the call in show as usual. If you're new to the show. Uh, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show that is uh, in the video description here. Hop in the server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first come, first serve basis. Patrons get priority, but it looks like we're a little slim tonight, so we should get plenty of non-patrons. And if you're a non-patron wanting to uh, to call in tonight, might be another good opportunity. Uh, so we'll go uh, two or three minutes a caller, and we'll take super chats and Streamlab uh, notes at the bottom of the hour, or every half hour, I should say. If you're wanting to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live, we uh, accept email questions. Uh, that's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that uh, is the purpose of the email and we'll respond to it on the show. Or you can record a brief message, try to keep it to a minute or less, post a video to YouTube unlisted, send us the link, we'll play the audio and respond to it as well. Anything else before we hop into calls? Nope. Let's see. Everybody's we got... making fun of my hair. Screw you guys. Jeez. Uh, let's let's talk to Stephen first. Stephen two. Stephen Ignoramus, not Stephen Suarez. Hey there. Hey Stephen. What up? What's happening, What's... y'all? Nothing much. What's on your mind? Uh, I had a question. Uh, so I'm starting a podcast, uh, like a trivia podcast, um, hmm. where I'm going to be uh, asking my guests uh, questions about topics that they choose. So yeah. I was, I, I'm a big fan of your guys' show, and I was just wondering if you guys could each pick two topics that if you're on a podcast, if so, I was asking you uh, trivia questions about, what would you pick as your topics? Mm. I think I'd do the best in maybe sports and video games, generally. Okay. How okay. specific can we go? I mean, I would own everybody in Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm. Uh, okay. So maybe TV generally. Like, yeah, are we going specific shows well, I mean, or just the, broad the genres pod, the the podcast is going to be over the course of an hour or two so it's going to you know if it, the broader the topic like american history or something like that we could go for a long time but if it's star trek or something like that it would be a little shorter but i don't know it's just uh it, it kind of depends on how like how much research i do about the one thing so it's kind of like i'd be pre- prepping for to interview my dad about being a lawyer or some shit see if i could stump him you know that that kind of thing so i know a I lot know. about finance Oh yeah? oh yeah, finance trivia. You said finance and Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> I'm so interested. What uh, what what is their currency? What In, is it? Yeah, no, they Star- don't. They don't have. 
they don't have money. Yeah, isn't everything free or some crap like that? Because they can make whatever they <laughs> it's want. It's utopian or something? nonsense. Yeah, oh. because of replicators and stuff. Slash commie propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, sweet. Well, you guys are tight. <laughs> All right. We, well, good. We, good we luck with the show. Here. When when are you planning on starting it? Uh, probably in the new year. Uh, my uh, gotcha. my YouTube channel is just Steven Ignoramus, but I'm putting putting videos up today and tomorrow and stuff. So. I'll All right. Well, good you. luck, man. See you around. Yeah. Thanks. Sure. Thanks. Have a good night. Uh, later. Dead Eye guys up next. Hey, Dead Eye guy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Long time to talk. Yeah, it's Hi. been a little bit. What have you been up to? Oh, man, business travel, holiday travel, just a whole, mm. whole lot. I'm actually surprised that I got a couple of videos out in, in the, in the uh, chaos of all that. What have you been making lately? Well, I've, I wanted to come on and talk football, but okay. I don't want... I don't want blonde go blonde, pee or something. Blonde it's fine. I, I can text my mom. It's cool. Okay. And no, we'll do something a little bit... Uh, not quite that uninteresting to, to blonde, but... Uh, the gaming world right now has been kind of in because of a couple of really bad PR moves by several companies. Hmm. What happens? So the first one I actually was was in the audience when it happened at BlizzCon is when Diablo uh, Mortal was announced. If you don't know what that is, I know Matt, you're a Red Dead. Yeah, it's basically consumed all of my video game time since it came out over the last month. Is Red Dead Two? Well, imagine if Rockstar was hyping up the announcement for Red Dead Two. They didn't announce mm -hmm. it, but they're saying something big is happening. It's going to sure. happen real soon. And then the hype is there. You're in the audience and they come out and they say, do you love Red Dead Redemption? Everybody's like, yeah. Well, get ready to play it on your phone in the form of a puzzle game. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Why would they yeah. do that? Uh, money and China. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So, so everybody's Chinese. expecting some like some crazy, awesome full feature game that's going to blow them away. And instead they get some like free to play phone nonsense. Oh, that's weak. That's really is that what it was? Problem. Yeah, nobody okay. knows what the monetization is going to be. It's pretty early in development, but boy, it was. And being in the audience, everybody's just looking at each other like, wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> so, anyway. okay, so it's not even necessarily the product they made. It's the hype they, they, built, it up, they built up to promote there, it. That's why everyone's pissed. There's a bunch of different like, angles on it. I, I explained a little bit more in my video. A lot of people have mm -hmm. takes on it. But essentially, it's, it's not the fact that it's a mobile Diablo game. It's the fact that they hyped it. And mobile games have a terrible reputation for being just money mills and exploitive. Yeah, I, I don't care about mobile games at all. Well, you can't yeah. like, you know, it's got to be limited based on how small the I've screen is. I've seen some things. I don't know if anyone has any experience with them. Maybe you do, Dead Eye Guy. But I've seen like weird Android controllers. Like you can plug a controller into your phone and your phone yeah. kind of mounts on top of it as a screen. Maybe yeah. that would work. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's stuff like that you can do. There's also just little Bluetooth controllers you can use that actually yeah. work. But, but I just, I, I don't want to, I guess I don't have the lifestyle where I'd want that. Like if I was constantly riding on a train in a long commute, maybe, but that's not, that's not my lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. So I'd rather just play train, a normal plane, console. Whatever. But most people are yeah. just dealing on their phone or in line at the post office or something. You know, yeah. you, you don't have the time to set something up. It's all touch controls. That's why I have such a bad reputation. So, so what was the other controversy you mentioned? Uh, well, the other one was Fallout 76 come out. I don't know how much you know mm. about that game. I don't, but I, based on a surface-level following of people playing it, it seems like most people are underwhelmed. It is real bad in, in every aspect that you could possibly manage. They just recycled the last... They tried to force-feed it to people like it's some you know survival game set in Fallout, but it's not only buggy and lack of content across the board, but then there was a thing today that was all over uh, Reddit... That was, you know, when you, if you got the super, you know, super special edition, two hundred dollars, 
you get a helmet that's you know in an in game item. Obviously, the set special editions are for you know shit to put on your shelves. I'm yeah, honest. yeah. I haven't really bought one since Halo Three. I did get that sweet Halo helmet back like ten years ago. Well, anyway, so this hmm. person got it, and it comes with this canvas bag, like this real thick canvas bag. Think uh, blonde, think sea bags, that real thick. And about sea bags? Right? No, no, sea bags. Your husband, sea bags? Your husband has sea bags. Oh, I, I it's, the, it's the green bags he puts all his gear in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, anyway, that thick material, you know, pretty high quality stuff. Anyway, the person gets it, and it's like this shitty, like cheap nylon. And when he reached out to customer support, they actually responded back with, Oh yeah, we we didn't do the, the you know the full canvas because uh, it was too expensive, so we did the hmm. <laughs> so everybody's just like flipping their shit all day. It's just like yeah. a season of gaming companies being completely out of touch with everybody. Well, at least you can still count on Rockstar, man. Red Dead did not disappoint me. In fact, like my expectations were sky high, and I can say that they were pretty much satisfied. I haven't been playing it. My wife is getting the first gift, and she said headphones on, and I'm, I face away from the the TV in the living room while I'm on my computer. So. I've yeah. been just kind of glancing over. She seems to be enjoying it, but she's it's like, awesome. Yeah. She's already picking up where the story is going. I'm like, I probably know where the story's going. Like Rockstar. Well, that's what's great is it does really. It's sort of like how people appreciated. Um, uh, what was the Star Wars movie? I already forgot the name of it. That links Episode Four and uh, and then the prequels. The one that ended with the sweet Darth Vader battle at oh, the Rogue, end. Uh, Rogue One. It's how yeah, it's Rogue. like how Rogue One linked the trilogies together. Red Dead feeds right into. Uh, the original Red Dead Two feeds into the original. Anyway, it's time to wrap up. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Take much time. <laughs> All right, All right. I'll, I'll catch you guys later. Thanks, right. man. What? We don't get like a ten-minute Red Dead Two call? Come on. No. Uh, Josh and Jess are up next. Hey guys. All right, Hello? we'll give them a second. Raggle Fraggles after. Raggle Fraggle, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, did he get booted? Maybe he's on mobile. Try again. You there? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, go for sure it. Can. Oh, okay. I'll press the button. You're not supposed to press the button. Yeah. Ah, shit. Okay. Slots for thoughts, really? <laughs> I can't remember. What, what, what's... No, I'm talking I'm... to Lil Wang. She's like, be my friend. I'm like, Brittany Pettibone's <laughs> my only female friend, so I do oh. have slots open. I said for sluts, oh, but slots, slots for thoughts. As in friend slots. I was thinking like yeah. gambling slots. No. Slots for thoughts like charity gambling. Yeah. Slots because for they need, they need charity now that they're all facing jail time for tax I know. <laughs> I think this is pretty funny, but, you know. I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted. Um, Why? I mean, the, I don't like the narking thing. I think that's yeah, all Yeah, exactly. Me. But, you know, they sh- I have to pay so much money in taxes. It's like, you bitches have to, too. Anyway, uh, what, what's on your mind, sir? Well, you need to, well, talking to Blonde, you need to get uh, Jessica, Luang, and Sarah, and I think there was another one. Just get a show crew together. Okay. Huh. That'll, be your, that'll be your bitches. Yeah, it needs to be called Thought Thoughts. Thought <laughs> Thoughts, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Matt, you want to talk about guns? That way, Always, Blonde, sure. We'll take a break again. <laughs> you want to uh, talk about guns, Blonde? Yeah, it's cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Did you look at anything for uh, your SBR yet, as far as parts go? No. So, um, so just so the to clue in the audience about what's going on, because I haven't really talked about this publicly. Regal and uh, another patron, um, uh, Big Red Doggy, decided for their birthday they were going to cover a tax stamp for me to build an SBR, a short-barreled rifle. So that was very kind of them. Thank you guys for doing that. And uh, so I'm in the process of applying to the ATF now 
to uh, to get the government's permission to build my cool custom short barreled rifle, but I'm in the process of picking out the parts too. And I've not, I know I want to build a 300 blackout 10 and a half inch barreled rifle, but beyond that, I don't have specific parts picked out. So uh, if people have uh, suggestions or ideas or, you know, do's and don'ts, I'm open to it for sure. Absolutely. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to that podcast I sent you? They have some pretty I, good advice. I didn't, but uh, but yeah, I did bookmark it for later. All right, cool. Yeah, give it a listen. They they give some pretty good advice for working in a budget, at least, or if you want to build yeah. another one later on. Is it this long bureaucratic fun. process? Are you going to be able to? Yeah, do I got to get fingerprinted. Like you know, I got to go down to the sheriff's office and get fingerprinted. I got to fill out a bunch of forms. I got to take. What does it take on average? Like six months for them to do this? Is that a good estimate? Yeah, right the about ACF. that's about the waiting time. Well, mm-hmm. and that's the funny thing. The if it was up to the ATF, you'd get it back in about three weeks. The yeah. wait time is for the FBI to do the background check. That's what holds it up. Hmm. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what's anyway. interesting too is I could build I could build this as a pistol with no, without any what's the problems. Point, well, I mean, I could put a brace on it instead of a stock, and it would be totally fine. Oh, it's yeah. it's just so ridiculous. Like you can build functionally the same weapon without doing this process but because the plastic is slightly different you got to get the government's permission <sighs> anyway any mm-hmm. any final thoughts from you uh gun of the week yeah. sure okay so this week it's not actually going to be a gun it's going to be a gun company and okay. they make quite a few interesting ones uh, look up cobra company c-o-b-r-a-y okay i got the wikipedia should i just go to that or what yeah, that'll work. So these are the guys that made the Mac 10 and the Mac 11. They made the Street Sweeper. They made a couple of good Derringers. Uh, all kinds of just. Are those know. those tiny lady guns? Yeah, the Derringers. Ah, they're yeah, so the ones cute. That you were looking, yeah, the ones you were looking into. I think they make one in 410, but that would be. My husband little... said he would buy me one, but it seems like a kind of a pointless gun. I'm sure the accuracy is terrible. Well, it's. you. Just put it in their belly and pull the trigger, then run. That's how <laughs> <Yeah>. they work. <laughs> you have constitutional yeah. carry in Idaho, too. You can carry whatever you want. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, they make the cheapest looking guns I've ever seen in my life. If you ever hmm. actually looked at a Mac 10 or a Mac 11, it looks like the AK of sub guns. It's just cheap folded metal that works. Yeah. Thank God. Because otherwise, they'd have gone out of business. But hmm. yeah, they make some interesting stuff. I would say. If you want to buy something of theirs, just look into what they make. And I, I wouldn't mind a, a Mac 10 personally in hmm. 45. Yeah. I'll take fun. a look. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks man. All right, dude. I'll catch y'all Have later. Good night. Yeah. Let's see. Who did we, Oh, Josh and Jess, we missed earlier. Let's try them again. You guys there? Maybe they're having some I think technical... she had her baby. Well, we, we got to hear about it then. Unless they're talking about a different Jessica in the live chat. Hmm. There's uh Or babies. She's pr- she has twins, right? That's right. Yeah, it was twins, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe they're having some technical issues. We'll let them hang out. Wandering is up next. Hey, Wandering. Hey. Hey. What's on your mind? You know, Matt, why can't you ever get into a far right or an alt right list that people always tweet about? Why can't you do that? What do you mean? Are you talking about something? Well, I I guess I wouldn't consider myself far right or alt right, but you mean like some hit list? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's just that there was a list today by a guy named at Hans Alexa Rezo. He says, people who are gateways to the far right. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that tweet. 
Was I on it? Oh, so I got skipped again, you say. I got the short end of the stick again. Sadly, no, Blonde. You weren't on it. But like, Roman, yes. Somehow, like, Roman Malay. Joe Rogan, he's actually a liberal. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Nobody Joe hosts. Rogan, he hosts Kavanaugh's evil guilty. people. Whatever. Dude, that, that, oh, that don't remind me of that. That, that pissed me off. Yeah, our Brazilian but, friend told us about that, right? Yeah, and I went back and listened to it, Rogan and Kyle Kalinske, and it was, it was, uh, it was a regrettable exchange. Oh, my God. So who else is on this list? Is Jordan uh, Peterson on there? Yes, Jordan uh, Peterson. What retard uh, made this list? I don't know. Some guy who has a uh, him, the communist symbol as his uh, username. So, imagine how what? far left you have to be to think that Joe Rogan is far he's left. Gonna, yeah, he's going he's gonna to have a hammer and sickle and then warn people about extremist ideology. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that, that's self-defeating right there. You're disqualified. But then as soon as, soon as I got noticed, people still started trolling him. It's like, oh, hey, Jesus is on the list. The U.S. Constitution, uh, Reddit, Bill Burr, Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Was it just like a tweet or is this a, like a more formal article? It's a, it's a tweet. Oh. Who is this guy? Does he have like a big following or something? Uh, maybe. I don't know. He oh, is it just a... some random dude calling people alt-right? He has, no, he has about 7K followers. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Peterson. Why does nobody ever want to call in and talk shit on Jordan Peterson? More of those calls. We know he's always right. We need to get Owen Benjamin back on here after his Jordan Peterson conversion. If he wants to come back, although I don't know if I just want to have a shit talking fest, but I'd talk to Owen. That sounds awesome. A shit talking fest about Jordan Peterson with Owen Benjamin. Sign me up. Well, I guess, I guess I would be willing D and Joe Rogan. I'd be willing to do it. I guess I'm willing to do it under the precondition that anybody who is criticized heavily has an open invite to. Oh, like Jordan Peterson gives a shit about us. Come on. I'm sure he doesn't, but I just, I, that would be my, that would be my only requirement. In order to mock him, we all have to do the Kermit the Fraud voice, but just Pepe and have a silent reading in the background. Yeah. We'll just have Seamus come on as Jordan Peterson to represent himself. Oh, yeah. Seamus does a good Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And then every single time Jordan Peterson finishes his statement, he's a, he goes, Dave, I agree sure. with that. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, any final thoughts wandering before you <laughs> There we go. I uh, half had to sneeze for like a minute straight. It finally uh-huh. came out. Sorry. I finally get to do. I finally get to play Red Dead Redemption online tomorrow. Duh! I started playing it today. I started. I got in today. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, All right. You guys have a uh, great time. Yeah. You as well. Bye. Have a good night. Um, Josh says try again. He was on mobile, but he's on desktop. Yeah, I'll pull him back in. God, I sneezed, and now like under my right eye is twitching. That was an aggressive sneeze. Then. Um, what a, a weird hey! thing. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. Can you Can actually you hear, us hear us this time? Yeah. yeah. Did you have your babies? Okay. We did. So oh. mobile sucks. And yes, we did. We <laughs> congrats. We went in to congrats. be on Sunday night and we're laying there and Josh is watching your podcast and I'm going, <laughs> I want to watch. What That's a so terrible exciting. way to bring children into this world. Oh, come on. So is it a boy and a girl? It was. Yeah. They oh, were born cool. on Monday morning. Oh and my gosh. Was- How big were they? Did one of them eat all the other ones food? No, they were both itty bitty. They actually, we are home tonight, but they are not home with us. They are in the oh. special care unit. Getting oh, were they preemie? A little bit, a little That's bit. Okay. But they're getting 
really good babysitting from people yeah. who know what they're doing, which is Other good. That, mama's brain shut down sometime <laughs> Monday afternoon. Did yes. you have an epidural? I oh yeah, yeah, best Twins, thing right. ever. But also really <laughs> weird. Yeah, really yeah. weird. They're telling her to push, and she's like, "I don't know if I am. I can't tell what I'm having. I can't feel my legs." Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. Don't a, they it just put really it right into your spinal cord? Yeah, and <sighs> yeah, and you know, being induced is a little rough as well. So let's I talk about your labor for ten minutes. And Skag just talked about guns and video games with a bunch of callers. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why, why do you have to be? That Matt was going to be bored this call. <laughs> How I'm long really, were you I'm in not labor? Even mad. I'm not that vengeful, Jesus. You know, well, I mean, they started inducing me midnight Monday morning, and babies were out. Bef- like my doctor says, well, I packed dinner, but they were out before brunch. Oh, nice. So, yeah, they were out before 11 a.m. So yeah, it was so pretty. Was it was it traumatic for you, or did it go well? It went pretty well. Um, you know, the babies are, they're, they're little and they're in the special care unit at the hospital still. And I have never held a newborn. Um, hmm. So that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I, would, oh, I yeah. wouldn't recommend it, by the way. I'd get some practice in on somebody else's first. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was really kind of smooth as butter. Like once it came time to, I, it, being induced is gruesome and painful and don't do it if you can possibly avoid it. Avoid but it, yeah. once, uh, but I was, I was preeclamptic. So they, they had to come out or, you know, I was going to stroke out on high blood pressure. So jeez, oh, well, I'm so glad everything think, went well. That's such, such good news. Congratulations. Yeah. They're, they're a, boy healthy, a girl. What a blessing. Healthy. Are you going to tandem breastfeed? Uh, going to try in as much as possible. They're, they're you so can do little. it. Uh, yeah yeah and you know we've been we've been working really hard at that but they're so little that their mouths are actually a little too little for my boobs so oh my wow. god teeny yeah. little babies all right well matt look he look, he's got my video game face on so we gotta go no, i'm, <laughs> I'm being a good listener josh said something about ferengi money by the way oh yeah yeah do oh yeah they ferengis do have money yeah they're gold hoarders that is that is the married a nerd but we're gonna go to bed because i don't think i've slept since sunday we'll sleep well and congratulations congrats guys how it is when they come home thank you bye guys i promise all right have a good night guys good night Let's get uh, Vito for BRZ in here. Quick non-patron caller. Vito, you're good to go if you're ready. Let him hang out for a second. Crow is up next. Hey, Crow. Ooh, I got hey. a lot of I got a lot of noise coming off you though. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh, a buzz or something. It's not too bad. I can I can hear you, but yeah, I'm not doing anything different than usual, so I'm not sure what that is. Okay, we might just have to be quick. Since okay. It's kind of. I can, right. I can understand you, but it's just kind of a lot of oh, feedback or something. Okay. Sorry about that. I'll have to no figure problem. it out later. Uh, did you guys hear about the latest Somali teen fast food alleged racism video out of Minnesota? No, I did not. So is this an addendum to the Chipotle situation? No, this is this is a whole new one. It's, it's at McDonald's. Um, oh, a, okay. A 55-year-old white guy uh, uh, allegedly pulled a gun on a group of Somali teens at a McDonald's. So. Were they acting a fool? Well, some would say that, yes. And <laughs> others would say no. They were just uh, innocent kids that had just got uh, in from the library and trying to feed themselves. Of uh-huh. course. Yeah, not naturally. <laughs> that yeah. Somali, that band of 
I'm just going to stop it. <laughs> get myself in trouble. Oh, boy. <laughs> that band he's of... He's part of that, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> studious Somalis down at the library. All right. Fair enough. I, I'll take their word for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we lose him? Maybe. I don't hear this. I don't hear the noise anymore. I don't hear that dishwasher or washer and dryer or whatever. Yeah. Well, let's let him hang out for a second. We'll see if he can come back. Uh, Crow, if you can hear us, we can't hear you anymore. Vito, you're good to chime in whenever you're ready. Otherwise, let's grab Constantine. Hello, hello. What's on your mind, sir? Oh, what a a crazy week from, you know, to brink of World War III to, you know, people getting audited because they sell the naked pig. It's so many topics. So little. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you at least earlier in the week. We're tweeting about the the thought audit. Are you uh, are you are you very much on the pro side of this? Are you happy about this thing? Uh, so, somewhat. Uh, any, anything to crush out just like the residue of the sexual revolution. I will support. I ah I, I think further than most people. Yeah, you, know, you know, I'm no fan fan of the IRS, but you know, again, if we can use it to undo the last fifty years of damage to our society, so be it. But I'm kind of conflicted. It's like uh, I like Blonde was saying. I don't know if I like the narc aspect on it, but on the other hand, it's not punishment to pay your taxes. I guess being audited is kind of punishment. Maybe there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm in favor of everybody abiding by the laws that we that we set up, especially if you're a person that believes everyone ought to pay taxes to pay for it's your. It's not this, like that, this is going to stop thoughtery anyway. I mean, yeah. the real you guys know what you need to do. You know. You all know oh, yeah. what needs to be done. I no, mean, I go a step further, but that's just me. You know, bring back the monarchy. But you know, that's <laughs> sure. I'm with you. Those stable government times. It's just real monarchy has never been done. It hasn't been done right before. But we <laughs> no, could do it right this historically time. Historically, have been stable government. Oh no, yeah, kind of. Many times, but uh, what I did want to bring up was uh, apparently the Senate is uh, trying to bring the war in Yemen to an end. So I suppose hmm. that's pretty good. How so? I'm a I'm a total ignoramus on this topic. So what what is it that they want to do to to stop this? Uh, they're bringing a bill to the floor, got past committee and all that, and they're going to vote to basically just suspend U.S. involvement and U.S. troop movements, U.S. support Saudi Arabia over it. Which yeah, you know, I I support. I think it's going to have its drawbacks. I think it's going to be very contentious between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia. Just mm-hmm. going to bind hands with the way it is. And, you know, that may we may feel the pressure of the pump. But again, short term pain for long term gain. Let's just I, I mean, we're the largest domestic energy producers now. If we if we can take a little hurt, we can drive the Saudis into the ground. Yeah, OK. I think Hillary Clinton, wasn't she talking about this this week? Or what did she say oh. about Trump, like uh, conspiring with the Saudis? I was like, that is rich. Yeah, well, I didn't hear that. All I heard was the migrant talk. Ugh, God, mm. oh, God, you're still alive. Yeah. Her, her campaign funded by Saudi Arabia. I know. Like, yeah, and then Trump's like, oh, I don't want to destroy the world economy, so apparently I'm a puppet of Saudi Arabia. Right, right. Hmm. Ugh, Granted, okay. I mean, it, it, it's something at the chip way that Adam at, you know, like I said, they can destroy the world economy at the snap of their fingers, but again, these little things help, but I'm not holding my breath for any major change anytime soon. Hmm. Yeah, that goes for everything, too. I'm so burnt out. There, nothing is happening. I hate the news cycle right now. I know. I hate hearing about all this speculative Mueller bullshit and this Paul it's like, Manafort God, we're still talking and, about this still? Yeah. Please end the end the Mueller probe. I know. Somebody call in and talk about Epstein, too, by the way. Hmm. Just uh, one last closing statement of the sure. Mueller, however you pronounce it. I'm going to put, put on my tinfoil hat. Russia and Ukraine, tensions are all-time high. And then they're trying to bring back the Mueller probe, which, in my opinion, 
was to try to ruin U.S.-Russian relations because Trump was actually willing to have conversations with Vladimir Putin. But I, I maybe hmm. maybe I'm being too conspiratorial here, but I think they're trying to sour U.S.-Russian no, you're right. They're trying to bring back this um, Cold War era, I don't know, American unity that, that happened as a result of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. to get their buddies in the arms industry is pretty rich. But I, yeah. I'll, I'll end it there. All right. Well, thanks for calling, dude. God, man, he's, already, he's always so quick so out of here before I can even say goodbye. Have a good night, Constantine. Talk about Epstein, uh, somebody. Um, Crow, I can see you lighting up, can but you, I can't. Can you hear me okay now? Oh, now I can. Can you hear Crow Blonde? Yeah. Did you call in to talk about Epstein? Yeah. Well, we had him talking about the Somalis <laughs> earlier, but then he disconnected. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, I replugged in my mic. So hopefully. Yeah. This sounds better. way better than before. So right. go ahead. Ah, yeah. ah, this is the washing machine, man. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it does sound um, way better. Okay. So the the reports I've seen, the local reports are, are obviously skewed. And all, the only people you're getting um, information from are the Somali teams that uploaded the video, basically. So it's the so, same kind of situation. Like they're at a fast food joint and they're recording someone and they're saying he's racist, basically. Yeah, because they they tried to pay for something and and he accused them of trying to use an EBT card because the payment didn't work. And they're uh, saying, well, no, it was Apple Pay. And he's like, now nah, you're you're trying to use EBT, which is uh, you know the government. And he says that doesn't work, yeah. doesn't yeah it doesn't work with that. And they're like, oh, just because we're know, black, man. just because we're. I'm with the Somalis on this one. Somalis are notorious for being high IQ, law abiding citizens. If I understand correctly, what the Somali population is known for is that right, or is it or is it the exact opposite of that? Mm. Jeez. Uh, no, don't no, yeah, jeez no you nearly comment. dug yourself a giant <laughs> hole uh, earlier. Oh, I was like, what are you saying tell me more oh man well there is it is kind of a regular thing now in certain areas here in minnesota where they kind of the smally teens disrupt business but that could just be our innate racism so the but the person they're accusing of racism is not a mcdonald's employee it's just like a, a guy standing yeah, just, by just a patron and uh, yeah. as soon as he said that they started kind of surrounding him and and getting aggressive and yelling at him and then he he tried to back away and bumped into a guy at one of the teens and then he shoved the teen and then another teen charged him and he he supposedly pulled a gun now the video oh, doesn't so this show guy that. kind of violent so they got violent with him and he pulled a gun is what happened well the, you know the yeah the re- reaction was him trying to leave them surrounding him uh, him pushing one of them and then um another one charging him oh and he okay. pulled a gun at that point but but the, yeah, the video it. the video never shows him actually pull the gun but they they scatter like it really happened and start yelling out you know it's a gun but the manager of the place just completely says tell tells them to get out of there get the yeah. f out and and uh and some some cuck gets involved and says you can't send them out there the guy has a gun and she's like i want everybody the fuck out of my store yeah <laughs> interesting if you have a good uh like summary article or news piece on this send, send it my way yeah i'll, tell no, I'll, send, I'll send it to you but one real quick last word sure go for it uh did you hear that uh, bill gate is considering funding funding trump's wall uh no i did we'll not well only if he agrees to install windows <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough <laughs> see you guys bye Ann Coulter is being crazy, but not not in a bad way, but she's um, going crazy about the wall in her Twitter today. I think she's tweeted about it like 10 times at least. Hmm. She wrote an article too. All she's right. right. Uh, Vito BRZ, you're good to go. Vito for BRZ, if, if you're able to chime in. Hey, guys. Nice. New caller. Hey. Well, welcome. What's on your mind? I've been enjoying the show for a while. Uh, cool. You know, keep up the good work. But, um, I have, a little, I have two things I'd like to talk about. First, probably start with the gun thing. Sure. Um, try to match that uh, uh, regular gun guy. And you check out uh, Dealer NFA. I sent a, sent a link to you on uh, 
on DMs of uh, what's this Discord? Okay, got an M60 for sale at sixty grand. So oh, a cool sixty that. grand, you say? Yep. All right. Yeah. It, oh, and, uh, and Discord's warning me. You don't want to look at this link. It could be dangerous. <laughs> I surely do. Yeah, they, they oh, also it doesn't, sell uh, Oh yeah, here we go. Oh yeah, it's a whole. And, yeah, they and, got a uh, bunch Mac of sweet ones. Twenty six thousand dollars for a grease gun, you say? Yeah, that's transferable. Deal. Hmm. That's transferable. Uh, but my next thing is, um, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I'm thinking, you know, the Republicans controlled the House and the Senate and the presidency for two years straight. Yeah. You guys think we need to start working on, like, maybe reforming the Republican Party, yeah. maybe criticizing th- them a little bit more? Because, I mean, what's the point of voting Republican if they're just going to be the same thing as Democrats, or they're just going to cower to Democrats whenever they you yeah. know, call them an ist or Yeah, I mean, I've pretty much lost faith in the government. You got to um, get the Jeff Flakes out. You got to get those yeah. kind of guys out. It doesn't even matter though. If he's not going to build a wall, then why does any of this shit matter? Hmm. It is disappointing too, specifically on the topic of guns. And you know, I haven't, I haven't been as interested in the topic as I am now for the last few years. But retrospectively, it's like they they had that whole bill in the House uh, to get uh, to basically remove, uh, if I understand correctly, remove suppressors from the NFA list. As in, you mm-hmm. you could you'd be able to buy them. You know, yeah, the Hearing Protection Act. Yeah, you know, free from having to get a tax stamp, which. I would love to see. I'd love to see things happen like that. And they should have had the numbers to get things done like that. You need to start. I I hear a lot of people saying it, but it's true. Gun stuff is perpetually defensive. It needs to start being offensive. We have a lot of ridiculous regulations that need to be removed. They're not effective. That's what Iraq veteran 88 was talking about in his gun growth video. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. He's right about that. He's absolutely right. Yeah. And uh, I guess one last thing, since you're building an SPR, you can go Mm -hmm. to apex gun parts for a lot of, a lot of parts and kits that you need to build that. They even have a genuine 416D upper that you can put drop on once you get your lower tax stamp. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I have so far is the lower, and I got to do the whole all the paperwork. That's it. The only thing I have right now is just the lower. Yeah, but genuine HK can't go wrong with that. So cool. That's all I got. All right. Enjoy well, thanks, show. man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's uh, let's catch up with super chat. Oh yeah. Uh, this is from Kokrasu. I have difficulty asking pretty girls out. Does this mean I'm gay? I do like watching guys kiss each other, so I think I could be gay, but I'm not sure. I'm a girl, by the way. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> well, then I'm a girl. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> are you gay? The answer to that question will answer the question. That's what I totally mean to say. This is from Amber hmm. Blonde. What's your new business? Ooh, what's your new business? It better not be pickle making while drunk. It's not Amber. I don't know. I'm trying that's, not to get too that's detailed. A, yeah. Amber doesn't want competitors. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but it is unrelated to politics. You know, I'm trying to diversify. Robert Atkinson, blonde. Is that a man's shirt? I think she was busy before the show and her hair was a mess. No, my husband has been out of town at some very opportune moments these last few months uh hmm. this is my own shirt it's my al borland shirt you guys don't like it al borland richard karn aka sargon of akkad's long lost twin osio <laughs> <laughs> lazoya take my money because you guys are awesome keep up the great work thank you sir our drunk pickle maker amber if matt shows his feet for super chat money oh my god we did do that that was a long time ago part of thought it also i can be thought for friendship okay amber you can thought at me all you want. You're gonna you're gonna get nowhere because I'm I'm square with the IRS, man. Yeah, we were yeah. really careful on our taxes for this exact reason. Um, Jorge Coelho says, "Keep up the good works, thank you, sir." The truth about immigration, FYI, 
the buzz amongst immigration lawyers isn't the caravan, it's the new public charge rule, which is effectively a long overdue crackdown on tax fraud by immigrants. There must be mm. shitloads of tax fraud going on. In within what, like within legal immigrants or illegal immigrants? Or what are you Both, talking about? I'm sure. I guess how can they? I'm sure there's. What, what, what would the tax? Fraud. What would tax fraud? Yeah, I could see that, like fraudulent claiming of benefits. But what would tax fraud be for Getting illegals? Like earning money under the table and paying yeah. no taxes, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, dangerous spaces. Speaking of Red Dead, I'm not calling in this week because I'm playing while I watch playing side missions. I and more than story. How about you, Matt? I don't know. I advise playing Red Dead over participating in this show. Yes. <laughs> The game is great. What can I say? Listen to this show while playing Red Dead. How about that? Asiel Lazoya says, yeah. also, fuck that guy, Philly D-bag. LOL. That, I know, I need, to, right? I need to save that song in our system so I can just play it whenever no, necessary. No, it's such an earworm. I, sometimes it just gets yeah. stuck in my head for hours. That's, that's why it's so great, though. William S., uh, you can e-file the ATF Form 1 and get the stamp back in two weeks, not six months. Also, if you're two getting weeks. Whoa. 300 BLK, make sure to also get a suppressor. You also should consider I'm, reloading. Otherwise, it's point. I'm not. I'm not going to get the suppressor right away. But I, I actually don't have any suppressors currently. But I will be in the market sometime in 2019 for at, at least one, but possibly multiple firearms. So if you if you claim you can get a tax stamp in two weeks, send me an email. I would. Uh, I'd very much like to see that. There's uh, a process that does that. Big LC. There's protest by Google employees demanding Google dump Project Dragonfly, the censored Chinese. Um, search engine first bit of Google news that made me smile for a while. China can go suck a fat one. Um, hmm. I like how Google's taking Google employees are taking a stand about this now. I mean, I'm happy about it, but you know, I'm not familiar with this. They're taking a stand about what they're virtually colluding with the Chinese government oh, to yeah. roll out like massive censorship programs, yeah. and so gotcha. some of the employees are um, boycotting. Silver okay. fifty three Rogers Somalis is there a more useless group of people in the world? Yes, patience. Hmm. Come on, um, I thought I was going to get an OGs for that one. Sorry, oh sorry, I was I was getting a little bit ahead of myself because I was reading some of the stream lives. If you want to deliver the joke again, I'll give you I'll give you what no, you what you covered. Oh, I have one more. <laughs> Robert Atkinson. Sorry, I want to support the Republicans. They don't control Congress. They have majorities in Congress. Uh, they can't pass bills like Obama did his first two years. That was the previous caller, right? Uh, what was the name on it? Robert Atkinson. That wasn't the previous caller, oh, but similar theme. Similar theme. Um, let me see. We do have a couple of streamlabs. Grant says, um, did you guys see stories about the trans custody battle? Uh, yes. yes. We might talk about We're that on Sunday. on Sunday. I think that'd be a good Sunday talker. Uh, the religion of peace attack against Jews in Los Angeles. Did you see that? There was a Somali car attack against a synagogue. I did see that. Yeah. You know, and it was doesn't... like clearly, I think they're going to charge him with a hate crime. I think it was pretty good. They should. Again, not that I'm in favor of hate crimes. I'm saying they have to be applied equally. It can't just be used against the whites. Whites. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the medieval times isn't woke enough. I did get an email about that, but I'm not familiar with that. Also, Matt, uh, when are you doing a voice for Freedom Tunes? If Seamus wants me to, I'll do it anytime, but I don't invite myself onto other people's platforms. That said, um, we could probably have Seamus back sometime soon. It's yeah, been totally. The one he did with me turned out really nicely, so. Yeah, good. My mom uh, was so proud. She really <laughs> I was. made it to Freedom Tunes. Uh, Grant says uh, again, not sure my email went through. Oh yeah, I saw your I saw your email. Um, I think I replied earlier today. I said I put it in the notes. So we'll actually, Grant will address the Second Amendment question that you have here at the end of the show. Uh, since it's it's repeated here, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. And thanks for supporting the show, Kale Climate. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. I know you told me how to say it, and I still can't say it. Uh, T-Series ain't nothing but a bitch lasagna. 
I'm not sure what he's referencing. That what? one's over my head. Genius by Somali standards. Great, great name. <laughs> Uh, Matt, I'm considering moving to Montana after college grew up in uh, Seattle. You mentioned that Missoula is hippieville. Is it? But is it really that bad? Yes, it is really that bad. Uh, Missoula is has a lot has been moving a lot of anti gun legislation through their Ugh. city. They want background checks for private sales in their city. They want all sorts of nonsense. Uh, they uh, Missoula County votes Hillary. So does Gallatin County, which pisses me off here in Bozeman. But Missoula is still far worse. Uh, I want a place with great hiking and biking, but not too lefty. Love the show. Thanks for helping uh, me procrastinate. If you're looking for mountains and mountain sports, it's not that Missoula's bad. Um, it's just those particular mountains are not some of the more rugged in the state. I would suggest up by Glacier uh, or down by um, down by Bozeman down here, or you could go as far east as Billings um, and Carbon County on kind of the east flanks of the Rockies. But granted, I have a slight Missoula anti-Missoula bias. It's not... It's not like it's unlivable. It's just it is my least favorite place in this state. That's what I would say. Okay. Ready to keep going? Sure. Uh, I know a fat guy is up next. Oh, hello. You're, you're good to go if you're ready. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know if you remember the last time I called, I gave you some of the terrible financial news that was going on. I was going to do that again this uh, call, but there's just too much going on. Hmm. So I guess I'll give you some of the highlights. Uh, both uh, Germany and Japan had negative GDP, GDP growths last quarter, and they have active QE programs. But I wanted to ask you how you feel about the Federal Reserve saying that they are not going to hike interest rates. And a lot of people are saying that's because they're cucking to Trump. I don't know. Didn't they say like six weeks ago that they were going to increase interest rates? I think that they say it a lot or don't say it to manipulate the financial market. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. But as far as uh, Japan and Germany are concerned, I mean, it, that doesn't surprise me at all. Isn't Japan on like QE9 or some shit? No, it, it's QE infinity. They've been yeah. on it. The, 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 uh, the Bank of Japan chairman has said that they may never be able to uh, turn it off. And they're now right. looking at a recession. But, right, uh, and then I'll, they're both, you know, they both have demographic suicide, and then the German population is getting replaced by, you know, migrants. Yeah. So they're screwed. Both their economies are screwed. Well, the um, bigger, I, I think the bigger thing is the Fed uh, not uh, hiking interest rates makes it look like they're capitulating to Trump, um, which makes the USA the best looking horse in the glue factory. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I think what's going to happen is actually inevitable. And um, but uh, I think Trump has a better grasp of the economy than probably any modern day president. What I think is actually going on is Trump wants to keep the lower interest rates so he can keep the economy running at a high level while he's in office, while he's in office, the inevitable crash or the hardship, because I don't think there's I think everyone has basically come to the conclusion that there's no. Uh, pain-free way out of the debt situation. So I think Trump just doesn't want it to occur while he's in office. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I agree. Yeah, I, I oh, agree Skag, with that. No, I, I agree with that. This is outside of my I wheelhouse, agree. unfortunately. <laughs> I can't, uh, I, yeah, this sort of stuff, I'm just shooting from the hip. Oh, okay. Well, you know, when I, uh, when I was like, uh, I was one of the few people who was uh, correct about the 2000 like an eight financial crisis. And that's where hmm. I made like a small killing. 
So, wow. <laughs> hey, well, how long do you think we before we get, give you the boot? How long do you think we have left in our real estate market? Uh, well, Australia is imploding right now. Canada is having seeing troubles right now. I, you know, I think Trump, depending on how things go, I think he gets out of his first, depending on how Congress conforms over the next year, he might be able to get out of the second term. But I think the progressives have a, a, a bad thing coming if they think they can afford anything on the next president in 2024. Yep. Hmm. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Have a good night. Okay, Sean is up next. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. What's on your mind? Um, did you guys see Obama uh, flapping his gums this weekend? I just I read some headlines. I didn't see it though. When I was, I don't know if this is what you're talking about. When I was driving home just before the show, I heard in the car a clip of him taking credit for general economic prosperity i can't remember what yes. he's talking about yeah, yeah that that was the one now if it looks like he's literally sitting on some sort of throne okay i didn't see it i just heard the audio so he's actually he's actually on some sort of uh well it, it looks like a very big or stuffed well a very a very big fluffy chair with a high back and it, it just the guy's okay. lack of uh humility is just irritating beyond belief so what was the context where was he speaking and why was he tooting his own horn like this? I, I only saw two clips that was one of them and then the other one was something quite similar where he was trying to take credit or just bad mouthing america in general hmm. um so i don't really know because i if i watch the whole thing i'm just going to be a rage monster and, and destroy yeah. my you know destroy something but uh I, I i'm more up to speed on the hillary clinton thing where she uh, gave a speech in Toronto today that was uh, apparently not well sold. Um, hmm. I, I guess not even in Toronto. Not, not even in Toronto. Uh, wow. They only sold like thirty-eight percent of the total tickets, and even those were at a discount. And how big and was then, the like, venue? Do you know? Like, what uh, a are we talking? Thousand, about? I think. I think she sold like, maybe a, maybe like five hundred or something. If it's thirty-eight percent, something like that. But even yeah. even of That's the tickets really sold. Depressing. A smaller portion showed up than that, so uh, it's like yeah. even smaller than that. It's it's okay. Yeah. She'll die soon. We'll be rid of her. Well, and apparently she was close to dying on stage. Apparently she had yet another coughing fit. Oh my god! Well, during the event. Yes. Hmm. It's about time. Although I do kind of like hearing her talk and being able to share in her sadness and bitterness a little bit. It gives me fuel. Hillary or RBG? Who's going first? <laughs> Place your bets now. RBG. I mean. She's I don't like know, man. Seven hundred years old, but these they old women—they survive on spite, so maybe they'll outlive us both. <laughs> I say Hillary's yeah. probably got more spite in her, but they will fully weaken at Bernie's RBG. Yeah. Hmm. Plus all that newborn baby flesh that they feast on. Yeah, blended baby shakes. That's blended that's baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Any final any... thoughts? Yeah. No, that, that was basically it. All right. Thanks, fam. All right. See you later. Bye. Good night. Bye. I like how we can hear a little kid in the background. Blended like, <laughs> yeah. baby shakes. I hope that's that well. That'll be us soon enough. We'll have our own kids making the noise in the background mm -hmm. of this show. Yep. Uh, let's. Uh, we got a few non-patrons hanging out, and we got some patrons hanging out as well. But let's let's take a one or two of these non-patron callers. We'll try Epic Hero. Epic Hero, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, go for it. How's it going, guys? Hey. Doing all right. How are you? uh pretty good first time caller uh, i've been well, watching thanks. your show since the tuck frump video 
Oh my god, that's so no, long that ago. Was yeah. So long ago. That yeah, was like that's like when I started doing political content. Back yeah. when he was a cuck. Back in the day. No, nah, not quite. It's just, you know, that was yeah, like was, when that was when my evolution started. That was back when Blonde was still a civic nationalist. <laughs> I remember those days. I know. Those were the days. Speaking of cucks. I like to LARP as a civic nationalist so that the Guardian leaves me alone. <laughs> I thought you enjoyed hit pieces though. Come on. No, I don't. No, I mean Skag that's... gets all envious and stuff, but they really stress me out. Yeah, they actually oh, do. They bother you. And uh and you know, my like my my thirst for the hit piece is like fifty percent tongue in cheek, fifty percent real. Like part of it is I want the fight, you know? Yeah. But but it's not like it actually bothers me. It's not like I, I lose sleep over such a thing. But Bond Bond I mean, you get you get kind of neurotic about such things. I am highly neurotic. I am ninety eight percent neurotic according to Jordan Jordan Peterson's yeah. text. <laughs> oh yikes. All right. Um so what was I going to talk about? Oh, um, so whether you like Trump or not, I think he's done a good job differentiating the principled Republicans with the spineless Jeff Flake types. Yeah, he's kind of run them out a little bit. Because if you look at the leadership of the Senate and the House, uh, Mitch McConnell, although he's not perfect, has been a bit more supportive of Trump's agenda, whereas uh, Paul Ryan has been a lot. He's gotten more cold feet on Trump's agenda. Wasn't wow, able I totally to pass. forgot about Paul Ryan. Yeah, well, he was still able. got a few weeks. Are they even in session until they close? Or are they done for now? Oh, I have no I idea, to know. be honest. He might be, like, as a practical matter, done now during the lame <laughs> but, duck. I don't know if they're doing any work, actually, or not. But, I mean, uh, Paul Ryan just came off as very spineless. He wouldn't pass immigration reform or help uh, fund for the wall. Well, he yeah. didn't even or, get his big cause, man. His big cause was entitlement reform. His big cause yeah. was fixing... The big spending portions of the federal government, Medicare, Medicaid, well, social security. He didn't get anything security. done because he was spineless and he was yeah. worried about people's perception of him all the time. What is this $1.6 billion of funding for the wall? That's not shit. Oh, I guess it's a start. I'm just trying to be optimistic. Whatever, that's about totally it. worthless. How much of the wall can you build with $1.6 billion? Doesn't he need like $20 million to do this? Hmm. Well, I think he needs about $30 billion total. Yeah. But... Why, why can't he just, just do it? He doesn't need Congress. I don't know how many times I have to say this. He's going to lose his base support. This is why we fucking voted for him. Build the wall or I, yeah, I'm going to have a hard time voting for him again. Until you see that it's Kamala Harris and Cory Booker yeah, on whatever. the ticket. If, if we commit demographic suicide and Texas turns blue, then it doesn't fucking matter if we have some Republican that's trying or some Republican populace that's trying to appease us every once in a while. Yeah, gives, but you might maybe you buy yourself 20 years. Whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking you of know. demographics, um, Matt, are you still... Uh, for the most part, a civic nationalist, despite the fact uh, Hispanics and blacks always seem to vote for the Democrats. Well, I, dip, I what do I? <laughs> I'm trying to. What I'm trying to understand is what is your. Uh, all right, let, what, let me uh, let me explain it better. Um, what's the angle you're trying to get at? Am I in uh, favor of violating think, the rights? Do you think the United of, States should remain majority white in order to maintain its liberal values? What I what I will say is I'm in favor of much stricter border than currently exists. Oh, what a cop and, out! And and the other thing I'll say is, listen, I'm not in favor. Whatever, whatever. The biggest problem with like an ethno-nationalist ideal is I don't see how you achieve it ethically. Are you going to displace people? Are you going to strip them of your property? Are you going to create this fantasy incentive where they, people naturally segregate into their own country far away? How's that going to happen? As soon as you're violating individual rights, I'm off the train. And I don't see how that's possible, given the status <clears throat> quo. 
Well, I guess I just uh, want to hope that whites stay the majority. I'm not, I know I'm not trying to be racist, but I don't think the U.S. can keep its liberal values or its constitutional values if whites become a minority. I just don't see it in any way. Yeah, I mean, this expectation uh, is not upheld for any other country in the world. I mean, we don't think the Japanese are racist because Japan is 99% Japanese. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, the other thing I will say is I don't, it's, it's not as though I or anybody else who is of this dreaded civic nationalist persuasion is necessarily in favor of a porous border to the extent that our demographics would shift to the degree that you're talking about either. Like I understand that we've seen dramatic shifts, but to become minority white would require substantially more. Oh, that's the, we're on track to become minority. Sure. White. But, but what, what we're I'm going saying to have to do is the status quo of porous borders. And few people are in favor of that. I don't know. I mean, I think that, that we're definitely on track to become minority white and that's hugely problematic, but right, on track, if, but nobody likes can, the status quo is what I'm if saying. We can shut the borders down. If we can deport all illegal immigrants and if we can convert some existing minority voting blocks through um, the destruction of the welfare state, then I think it's possible. I, I think that, you know, a path away from demographic suicide is, is feasible. Yeah. And, and I incentivize think the white birth rate, of course. Yeah. And um, if Trump ever passes like a merit based immigration bill, he has to lean it over towards Europe instead of, say, China, because I don't trust the Chinese very much either. <laughs> we got to well, give you the boot. Matt looks like he's sitting on attack. Uh, sorry to put you in a comfortable position, but I'm just. No, it's, it's funny. That's just what I well, want no, to I, I guess the, the one thing that's frustrating for me is I just have titles attached to me. I'm not saying I'm not upset with you, Epic Hero, but no. but this is what happens is someone comes in and says, here's a position I'm going to put at you, defend it. Well, maybe I hold that, maybe I don't, but I think that's sort of unfair. I'm not saying Epic Hero is being unfair, but I'm saying that bit of like, <laughs> here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to assign this to you. Go for it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, why is that my job? Oh, it's totally unfair. I just think that it's funny. And for my own amusement, I enjoy these calls. That's all I'm saying. Well, let me let me let me let you sit on the tack. What is your proposal to get this world that you this ideal the epic here you Hammer can take this me. too. What is your so you view do you view the status quo let's say we shut the borders tomorrow. Like nobody's All coming right. in. Nobody's coming in. Do you view the status quo right now as a problem? Yeah, for sure. Do you have a yeah. solution for it beyond expelling illegals? You know, uh, my I would just try to incentivize uh, native white birth rates as well as incentivizing European immigration. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as, as I long would as take not... all 4 million white South African refugees and I would completely eliminate the welfare state, then why would Mexicans and blacks be Democrats? The, the only thing that I am not going to stand for and the only thing that I would fight against is the violation of individual rights. I, I'm not so, advocating for that. Yeah. yeah I mean, so I'm not trying but, to kill anybody or commit genocide, but. We have to expel all 30 million illegal immigrants, though. They have no right to be here. We don't have to extend well, them. Well, on principle, rights. I agree. I think we've discussed on a, as a practical matter. I think it might be kind of difficult. But and on we principle, know that, I understand. We know that Democrats want Hispanics to become the majority so that they're right. a reliable voting base. So yeah. I was just bringing it up. Uh, I'll, I'll head on out now. Uh, Matt, <laughs> even, though, even though we disagree, I'm still a big fan of the show. I didn't mean to put you in a, in a no, weird no, spot. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, well, I don't even know that we disagree. I mean, I, I think we agree on 
drastically reducing the status quo of of immigration. And I think we agree on. I mean, I I guess since we got time, the last thing I'll ask you is when you say incentivize the white birth rate, what does that mean? What would you do? Repeal the 19th. I guess just, uh, <laughs> although I've been thinking of that, that um, I guess uh, just institute policies that would uh, incentivize uh, families to have more kids pretty much like what they're doing in Hungary or Poland. But you said the white birth rate. How do you uniquely incentivize the white birth rate? I mean, we're well, still majority white now, so yeah, policies are going part, to be. I think if birth rates shot up, whites would uh, shoot up their birth rates to at least maintain the majority in the United States. Hmm. Okay, but you uh, but, but you're fine if the rest of minority birth rates correspondingly rise. Well, they're already so high. I mean, the Mexican birth rate is what? Five? I th- it's like two point one three, I think. But the I guess Mexican I guess birth rate so in the United States is two point one three. Yeah, that but the white, right. birth, the white birth rate is, I think, like 1.78, something like that. I don't that. think it's that but low. I, well, I guess I'm just confused because the answer then is I just want to incentivize an increased birth rate. But the proposal was increased white birth rate. Hmm. How? Well, I suppose I can do more research on that later. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Everybody right. gets a tack to sit on. <laughs> Tax for all. Tax for all. See you Stated. later. All right. Well, nice talking to you, Matt. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Oh, God, I hope my husband's not listening to this. <laughs> Reasons why the call-in show doesn't stay on YouTube. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Listen, like, I know that's un- it's, it's slightly uncomfortable. And I know for some in the audience, I'm sorry you get emails or I'll get emails. Like, I can't believe you'd even talk about this. I'll talk about whatever, man. Haven't I don't, you shaken I don't... off that part of your audience that's still surprised? No, no, absolutely not. Wow, really? I get I emails that are like, that. you're going to lose your middle-of-the-road audience. Listen, I don't cater to anybody. Yeah. I, try to, I try to speak about what I believe to be true and what I believe to be right, and Dude, I don't discriminate. Dude, what are we supposed to be talking about this late stage in the game? Feminism? We're, we're yeah. supposed to be talking anti-SJW shit? It's like, if we're not going to talk about demographic issues, why the fuck are we even doing this? And I don't... Uh... Yeah, it, I don't try to speak with a to pander to a particular audience, yeah. and I and and I don't discriminate in terms of viewpoint and who wants to come on the show. If someone wants to come on the show and talk about communism, I'd actually really like it. Yeah, come in and sell me on communism. Yeah, tell me why it's the great way. Anyway, uh, we we gave him way too much time, but that's because I was kind of interested. <laughs> uh, Mystic Axe, Mystic Axe, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh shit! Oh, sorry, I just watched. <laughs> What's up? Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> What's on your mind? Um, first of all, big fan. I came across your view, uh, your one of your videos, and it really hit me really hard. And I was very, wow. and I was like, because I was just listening to all this liberal mumbo jumbo, mm-hmm. and I had to argue with my, a fr- with a childhood friend, and how that I, because I'm white, I need to start respecting and start talking about my political views, and if I don't do that, I'm. Uh, What's the, what's the term they use? I'm a I'm a privilege that I'm not talking about my policies or whatever. Sure, even. yeah. And that was just for me irritating. But more lighthearted site, I wanted to ask you a few questions or just hypothet- hypothetical scenarios. Okay. And it's nothing that you guys are going to be used to. So, um, what is the one world, like fantasy world, of like a video game or something you would actually want to live in? But if you had to return. No, good. No, let me re- re- reiterate that. You are allowed to go. To, you are transported from a, a world that you would like to live in, but if you have to 
if you want to come back to Earth or our universe, you have to work 10 years with that type of technology that you're given in whatever area, like magic, whatever it needs to be to get home. Would you stay in that world or would you I'm, come home? I'm lost. I've, I'm not. Sorry. You have to go yeah. to a, a fantasy world, but it's no like any like what world do you like to live in? You like to live, for example, like Red Dead Redemption world, Halo, sure. or something like that. What would your personal world that you would like to visit or live in? Uh, d- d- am I mortal when I go there, or or am I just like a fly on the wall observer? You you can inter- you can choose to be a fly on the wall, or you can interact, but you can't change. You're not allowed to change certain points. Like, for example, the Battle of Helm's Deep, you can't stop that. That's that's inevitably going to happen in Lord of the Rings if you choose to go there. Uh, well, Westeros would be high up on the list. That'd be fun. Oh, that um, would suck so much. Why? I don't know. The they're... Star Wars universe would be cool. Can I be a Jedi if I go, if I'm in the Star well, Wars universe? Well, it, it's... I can't say yes because I don't know. You could literally be a stormtrooper that gets blown up in the last, first minute you get there. We don't know. Me and brothers have had these conversations with like just hypothetical things of like how would we live. So you would be a mortal existing in this. No, you'd be mortal in certain universes because of how things are and everything else. If there's well, that's, I think that's the, the difficulty is like none of them are or so few fantasy are, uh, environments are actually utopian. They're all like because they're entertaining, they're dangerous and there's crazy yeah. monsters and crazy threats and yeah. stuff. So Starfleet yeah. Academy. Yeah. Hmm. All right. What's what's yours? Mystic. Uh, mine. Uh, I think I would like to be uh, either Jurassic World universe, Jurassic Park world. Dinosaurs. They got raptors, dude. Yeah, why not? Did you not see Jurassic World? Blue Did you not adorable. see what happened to the to the park ranger guy who said "clever girl" and got cut open by the raptor? Well, the what thing that is that there's name? actually a video, uh, the YouTube video, where a guy says the reason that he uh, he died was because he tr- he one the raptors were those raptors were pretty much animalistic and full of hatred because of what they did to each other. Ah, oh, nerds. So much nerdiness. You guys are nerds, mm. both of you. I'm surprised Gag didn't pick some. I, I know Tell I just me talked more about Star about Trek. Star Trek, Jesus Star Trek Christ. is awesome, okay? They're not nerdy at all. Video games. Oh, oh yeah. Um, wait, totally... wait, what's the other one? What's the other yeah. one? You said it's Jurassic Park. What's the other one? Um, uh, there's something else. Uh, do you guys know that Battle Battlestar Galactica is made by a uh, tr- uh, member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Yeah, people keep telling me to watch it, and I'm like, eh. it's actually because my we're watching it, and we're, I'm a, I'm a member of that church, and I we're we're in part. It was just really funny. They're talking about like the quorum and that, and it was like really, like really messed up. But it was just like my mom just we were in the camper. My mom screams like, Jason, what are you watching? And I'm like. <laughs> What the hell? It's funny. And it was really scandalous for like a family TV this show. This is too nerdtastic, even for this show. We gotta give you the food, dude. Hmm. Oh has got his nerd face on. Oh, sorry for wanting to have a little <laughs> no. lighthearted conversation. Don't feel bad. We talked about Star Trek and video games a bunch way before your call, so don't worry. Thanks, man. Yeah, I just have wanted to have you talk about something. Let's also um I'm writing a book and I'm having trouble with uh not wanting to put in politics into it. And like, because I know there's some books who like to install politics in the books just for all oh, they can push that agenda. But for me, I really don't want to because I would, I don't want, I, I mean, the fear I have is that for, because I live in Canada and Alberta, 
Every... Right, we'll, we'll have we got to wrap it up, man. So okay. Anyways, right. yeah. Well, I hope you have, guys have, have a, a lovely night. day. Canada is still better than the United States. Still, all right, get, the hell out of here. get out of here. <laughs> get out. All right, let's catch up on super chat. Oh yeah. Wow, it's already been half an hour. Canada is still better than the United States. It's like that guy that got off the call. He's like, by the way, the wall wouldn't work, and you guys sound stupid when you're talking. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that was aggressive. I remember that. Wall wouldn't work. That's idiotic. Uh, Seagram's gin. Matt, Seemed you know to... Alex Steele moved into your neighborhood. He's a YouTube blacksmith. I don't know who this is. What do you mean, my neighbor? Do you mean Bozeman generally? That uh, or so. my neighborhood specifically? That'd be crazy. That's really creepy. Um, I didn't. I don't know who this person is, though. I'm not familiar with uh, their material. Uh, thank you, sir. Miles Kinslow. Hey, guys. I uh, noticed that Monica Lewinsky in the news lately and a difference in coverage between Juanita Broderick. Which one would qualify as a hashtag me too? Obviously, Juanita, because that was a not non-consensual, uh, straight-up rape. Uh, Monica Lewinsky just sucked some powerful guy's dick and let him put a cigar in her hoo-ha because hmm. she was, you know, uh, slut. So I think that Juanita Broderick for sure gets the Me Too candle on that one, eh? Yeah, I think uh, obviously consent is the distinguishing factor. Yeah. Um, sure. Thank you, Miles. Yeah, they never talk about Juanita Broderick. Um, Brian Comanichi, some of prior mentioned reloading massive savings. Rifle ammo costs about half and rare odd ammo is magnitudes off like 0.4 versus 6 for an old Swiss or 2 versus 5 for BMG. No real savings in common pistols. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what any of that means, but all right. Gun stuff. Guns. Video games. Shauna Thornton. Blonde, are you going to include DNA results when you make your fantasy conservative matchmaking website? P.S. Happy <laughs> Mary. Just curious. I don't know. Maybe I'll actually do that one day. What do you mean? You got to submit like your 23andMe? To... No, I mean the matchmaking service. Wait, why? Oh, I'm I'm confused. I've I've like toyed with this idea of doing a an online like creating an aggregate database because I get emails all the, hundreds and hundreds of emails of people like looking to get set up with other people hmm. that might be in my audience. Yeah. So well, what's the DNA it. component though? That's right. Well, I'm she's confused. just like, would you include DNA? Gotcha. In, in this gotcha. matchmaking service? Yeah. yeah. I don't know I, I, if it matters to people. Big, big LC. Because match all of those other ones, they have like a column for your ethnicity. So I guess it wouldn't be that weird, would it? Hmm. Yeah. Um, big LC. Tear gas, the illegals build the wall now. Uh, that was the heartwarming Thanksgiving story that we all needed. Dangerous Did you hear spaces. the Allison Camerota, Camerota on CNN take that the, the illegals rushing the border proves you don't need the wall? Because How the so? border patrol effectively kept them out and nobody successfully crossed. We can't just be pelting people with tear gas all the time. Seems inefficient. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Obama do this all the time? So I've heard that there, this particular tear gas was used not just once, but on dozens of occasions across yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. Nobody has called to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Come on, guys. Dangerous I didn't even spaces. know it was in the news until you messaged me about it. Uh, working on my first video and I'm never happy with the script. Any tips for script writing, being happy with it and ensuring it makes sense before recording. Um, it's an art of trial and error. I've ditched so many scripts. Um, I just write them like an essay. Yeah, that's what I do. And as my mom taught me, done is better than perfect. So do the yeah. best you can finish it up without going crazy. And in my experience, we, we were talking about this with a patron the other night. Scripts and videos, I think, are like some of my best stuff perform poorly. <laughs> and then oh, like yeah. Stuff yeah. I throw together 
quickly and I don't think it's very good will crush numbers wise. So really it's more than being, you got to be personally satisfied. You got to, you got to make material that you would yourself would want to watch. That said, it's more about consistency than it is about like trying to have the perfect masterpiece at an inconsistent pace. That's not how this particular format works. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Skag's way better at it than I am. Um, as far as just getting videos out, I'm a huge perfectionist when it comes to my scripts. And if I'm not satisfied with it, I'll just ditch the whole video. I have a graveyard. It's just hours wasted. It's just wasted. I just can't like if I, if I watch something or read something and I'm like, this is not good enough. I just can't get it out there. Hmm. Um, all right. I'm good over here. Okay. Just a couple on, uh, over on Streamlabs. Uh, Michael Schlecht says Christmas season is finally here. What are your go-to Christmas movies to watch every year? I got to say home alone one and two, two is better than one Christmas vacation. The Muppets Christmas Carol. And he says, go pack go. Even though McMuffin is still employed. Uh, I was happy to see the Packers season effectively end on Sunday, but, uh, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way is a fantastic Christmas film. It should be viewed by everyone. Arnold Schwarzenegger punching a reindeer in the face Mm. is excellent. American entertainment. I like to watch little women. And then I watch Uncle Buck, even though it's not really a Christmas movie, although there are some Christmas scenes in it. Hmm. Uh, Walsy one says uh, hashtag Matt and Blonde Wall Fund. I've heard talk of like privately funding the wall or just That'd go fund me in it. Why go can't we do that? Ing. Why? Nobody's given me a real reason this can't be done. I think that I'm all for that. That sounds great to me. If I don't... he did that, I would give $5,000 to a wall <sighs> fund. You heard it here, Trump. There yeah, you go. I for real would do that. And I cannot be the only one. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd drop that kind of coin, but I would contribute. I would happily contribute. Yeah, sure. All right. We got uh, we got a handful of patron callers to get through and then we'll get through as many non patrons as we can before the bottom of the hour. Uh, Admin Voss in this chat. The inter- hey, oh, sir. Hey. Oh, howdy. How are you guys doing? We're all right. What's on your hey. mind? I know you don't necessarily want to talk more about gamers, but uh, this one is okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> have you guys uh, heard about the whole Super Smash Brothers thing being leaked online? I have not. I'm not a big Nintendo guy, though, so I don't follow Nintendo generally. But what's the deal? Well, I mean, this does tie into politics. So, Blonde, you'll hop in on this, too. I thought about you. So basically, this game that's supposed to come out on December 7th leaked online because some it's possible someone got an early copy and just uploaded it onto the interwebs so now nintendo is sort of panicking deciding what to do and there's an argument on whether or not you know it's i guess acceptable to be playing these these leaked versions of the game if you install them on your hacked nintendo switches then if you decide to play online which is super risky then it'll basically break your console. Hmm. So Nintendo's punishing you for playing some modified console or modified whatever? Yeah, basically. I mean, Hmm. you're not really allowed to mod their consoles in the first place, but it's doubly worse. I don't know. So this is just a question about the nature of intellectual property, I suppose. Well, looking at it from Nintendo's point of view, what what do you do? Do you release it early? Because I'm sure... Most of the retailers have all of the posters and stuff, the dates set. That's gonna be a big clusterfuck, and uh, I mean that's that's kind of a that's kind of a tough spot to be in. On the other hand, would you rather have a bunch of people buying your, well, not buying, downloading your leaked property? What's mm. the move? 
I'd probably release it early, although that would feel like capitulation. Hmm. Yeah, that's the idea is that if some people are arguing that if they decide to release it early, well, what's to stop people from constantly doing this over and over again with other games? Because it's happened before, but, you know, Smash is pretty big, so of course this is the first time a lot of people are hearing about it. Gag, you want to opine on this? This I I don't know. I actually don't have a super solid uh, opinion on this, to be honest. I guess... I mean, I guess you can't set the precedent that these sort of that these sort of people can control your business like that. So I think you just have to go along with the plan as it was. Uh, otherwise, you're granting the possibility that people can kind of control your business moves in the future yeah. through sort of illegitimate means. I don't know. I I guess I, I'm kind of sympathetic to both sides on this, to be honest. Definitely. Now, here's the monkey wrench being thrown in. This game is already downloaded legally on other people who've already pre-ordered the game. Yeah. Now, what do those people do, you know, considering they can just get the leaked version? They technically already own it, and a lot of ANCAPs are using that argument to justify downloading this leaked version. I don't know. I don't know if that really changes the answer to all of this is for people to stop playing video games because they're fucking lame. Just pretend everything he's saying is like the new season of Star Trek. There should be no new season of Star Trek, even though they're making one and everybody's old. It's really pissing me off. (laughs) But whatever. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah. Or you could think about it like think of how protective um, like HBO and Game of Thrones have been about leaking information about about the show as the you know when the the final season's going to come out imagine that the the some of the episodes had leaked online you know in an analogous scenario what do you do if you're let's say tomorrow like the entire season leaked online or whatever and so hbo has a choice between making money off of their their product that's already done or waiting until april when everyone's going to see it for free in the meantime Definitely. I mean, the worst part is that the guy who makes these games is super fucking tired because everyone's a piss baby who plays this game. Um, I mean, they. I'm not going to get into the fighting game aspect of it, but more or less, he's just like, here, this is the last Smash game, fuck off, and mm. now this happens, and I'm sure he's super pissed about it. Mm. Or maybe he just doesn't give a shit. It's, a, it's really a 50-50. He's so tired of this shit. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, you guys have a nice night. All right. Thank you, man. See ya. Judski is up next. Judski, you're going to go if you're ready. Awesome. Can you hear me? Yeah. You want to talk shit on Jordan Peterson? I saw you in the live chat. I saw you. Yes. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. All right. right. That perked me up. Good. So all the soy boys out there, Jordan Peterson's a good little taste into, um, getting your shit together as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, cleaning your room up, whatever that, that stupid meme is now. Uh, that's that's basically a good good starting place. My main issue with him is he needs to figure out whether he's a Christian or if he's a socialist because those aren't the yeah, same thing. Some of his answers uh, on whether or not he's a Christian are hilarious. I actually it's, don't think I've heard about him talk, or I heard him talk about that. I don't remember where I saw this the other his... day, but somebody asked him, like, do you believe that Jesus rose from the grave? And his answer was, it was you could just tell that he was like how am i gonna get out of this one his reasoning is so convoluted he's like i believe in the mythos you know the the rebirth of you know the savior whatever but um his he he won't commit to 
anything right. as far as I'm concerned. Now, whether he's Christian or not, I don't really care. But it's just like, you know, you're talking about people figuring out their own lives. Figure out what you believe in. I mean, seriously, it's it's freaking frustrating. Yeah, it's annoying. Uh, I mean, I should maybe I shouldn't shit on him all the time because I do believe he's done more good than harm. He's helped a lot of young men that were listless develop a plan and mm -hmm. um and and find a purpose. But I'm just watching him lately spin his wheels and like string these nonsense, meaningless sentences together that are just intellectual blabbering that that truly mean nothing. And and mm. and, and then this Kavanaugh thing, and then what he did with faith. It's just all these things piling on top of one another. I'm like, wow, I just can't, I can't I honestly to think guy. it's just, I prefer the, the term intellectual uh, masturbation. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. he's been so insulated in his own sort of thoughts and academics and everything like that. He just doesn't know how to just get out of it and apply yeah. it. Some things to the real world, some of it is just complete nonsense. That's, it's and like, he has a, just, just the, the, his following is also really dogmatic too. Uh, like when I talk shit on him, I'll get people that just become so enraged about it. That, like I'm insulting their profit. Like, wow, how can you have so much faith in any one person? Should you have so much faith in any single person? I think that he just got so overhyped and people started looking to him for all of the answers. And then they realized that like he was kind of a, a, a mortal. But people, they, there's like a certain amount of zealotry associated with him. Look at Skag's face. Yes. Like I'm, we're talking about video games. All right. Do you have any I final thoughts about this? No, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing you guys talk about this. No, um, I. That's really it. I didn't actually plan on calling in at all, but you said someone should call in, so I did, and that's ah, to, to, to talk shit on. about Jordan Peterson. Yeah. yeah, I'm always yeah. up for talking shit about Jordan yeah. Peterson. Now, whoever Epstein is, I have no idea who he is. So Jeffrey I, Epstein, when, he um, he's the pedo island he's guy, the pedo right? Pedo that had Lolita Island. The Miami Herald put out a oh, giant expose okay. on him today. But we've been talking about Epstein and, you know, when people were talking about P Pizzagate, he was um, talked about a lot during the Pizzagate era. No one gave a shit until they realized that they could tie Trump to him um, gotcha. because Epstein entered a plea deal, I think, a few years back where he got off with basically nothing. And so they're like, oh, if we can try to get Trump um you know, associated with Epstein, then we're totally going to go after him. And so I just love that the left gives a shit about this now, even though everybody's been talking about Epstein and Clinton and Lolita Island and his pedophilia for years now. And it's like this big bombshell expose that everybody cares about. So I just wanted somebody to call in and talk, talk to me about it. It's really pissing me off. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll have to do some research and maybe I'll get back to you next week. All right. All right cool. Thanks for calling, man. Bye. Thank you. Let's talk to Steven. Steven one, Steven Suarez. You are Stephen One, number one Stephen. I guess so. <laughs> the original Stephen. The other Stephen spells his name the same way too. Oh, you really? Know, you're a PH kind of guy, or no? You're a V guy. No, he's a PH. No. <laughs> you're a V no. guy. Come on. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I was um, gonna. I was gonna oblige Blonde on the Epstein shit. Uh, all I know is that I just. I came across one tweet about it, but I don't know that much about why Blonde wants to talk about it tonight. Oh, I just hmm. wanted to see what people thought about um, this association with Trump. Yeah. If there's any validity there uh, and why they're trying to break this story now. Well, you're it's, not it's an old story. Because it's politically convenient. That's yeah, why. I think yeah. that is why, yeah. 
Well, uh, blog's not on Twitter anymore, but have you heard of uh, an organization or a Twitter handle called an open secret? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I came across on Twitter, and it was all they said was that um, the only the only known association that Trump has had with Epstein was that he used one of their planes to go from two destinations within the United States. And the the thing about everybody else that is known to associate with Epstein is that they're logged as flying to that private island. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I figured that there was a tenuous association with Trump, that uh, oh. there wasn't much validity there. They would have used it uh, during the campaign. So I'm not super worried about it now. But An Open Secret is a documentary also about Hollywood pedophilia. It's very good. Hmm. Correct. Uh, a while back, um, I think y'all were talking about conspiracy theories. And I think Blonde said, I'm willing to believe any, or I'm open to believing anything these days. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. <laughs> uh, there was... Well, can I can I tell you about some videos that I've watched that do involve Trump? Okay. Well, all right. There is a Have y'all heard of MK Ultra Mind Control? Oh yeah. I have not. All right. Well, do you uh, want to give him the TLDR and MK Ultra? I don't even know how you We'll do probably that. Uh, yeah, we'll have to wrap it up, but the, we can talk about this one this one deal. This MK one Ultra anti This one Trump conspiracy. All right, go for it. Oh man, uh, I don't know how to shorten it. Um, <laughs> okay. MK Ultra is like MK Ultra is like brainwashing, but it starts at a young age where you're more vulnerable, and the effects are lasting, and it eventually wears off in the 30s, which is a conspiracy theory about a lot of Hollywood celebrities. Mm-hmm. It's a brainwashing technique, and it's also done by trauma and pain and torture and all that shit. But okay. anyway, there is one there is one video where one girl I've, I can't even remember her name, but she's been interviewed a few times, and she has her own channel on YouTube, who claims to be an MK Ultra survivor, and the, she says the memories of her youth are coming back to her about being tortured and also being um, trapped in a basement with other kids with no food, and the only way they would survive is cannibalism, and also about. The, the reason the Trump came up is that um, they say that the elites and the politicians were involved. They like Hillary and Bill were involved and they said stuff like uh, Bernie is a guy that, you know, whenever you're a sex slave, you hope you end up with because he wasn't as aggressive yeah. and he didn't punch you. But they said that um, this one girl claims that Trump was also involved and that he preferred the mature girls and not the girls that looked like kids. And that he was that she got the impression that he was sick to his stomach at everything that was going on. And um, they said that one guy was with his wife and he tried to he tried to go away and that they took his wife in the other room, raped her and killed her and they killed the guy right afterwards. These are just stories. They, they It's interesting to listen to. I don't know if I want to believe in any of that shit. All I know is it sounds like a sounds like a movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy and, stuff. Yeah. Well, you want that's my that's my thoughts on Trump being tied to Epstein. All right. Thanks for calling. I'm glad well, to make you talk about this. All righty. Have a good night. Bye bye. You too. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go Clash of Champions, and then we'll try a couple non patrons. We might have time for. Four more calls. We'll see how many we can get through before the bottom of the hour here. We'll let Clash of Champions hang out and try not a non-patron caller. Uh, I can't even say this name. Piotrowski Kalrin 
I'm gonna have to have this person tell me how to say this. This person is muted, so let's. I did get an email about us mispronouncing. Um, Oh, and then I got an email about uh, you know how we were talking about um, the Chipotle crime this last week. I said, "Is is St. Paul where Mall of America is?" But then failed to mention that I was only saying that because of that notorious footage where everybody is from Somalia in the mall. Yeah, and so I got the most hateful email about you know why I brought that up. Like, you're so thoughtless. Like, you're such a stupid, dumb whore. You're bringing up a mall. I was like, no, I was bringing that up because whatever. What? Why would they be mad at you? I don't even understand. Because they're why like, be you're such a, a bimbo. You just, the only thing you knew about that was that there was a mall there. I was like, no, no, it was the mall filled with Somalians. That's the Mall of America <laughs> is like one of the major attractions. Well, in I've the never Twin been Cities, there. Regardless. I just remember like, watching that footage. That's such a dumb Where email. every person was in a niqab. And yeah, I was yeah. Like, what the absolute. Like, your reason for knowing it was different. But yeah. by the way, it is also one of the major attractions of that metropolitan center yeah yeah i was just making sure so, if i was thinking of the same yeah lo- location of somalians hmm. boy we've talked a lot about somalians these last well, years. yeah hello? weird hello uh yeah you're good to go if you're ready oh cool. uh, how do All i right, say your name is. i tried but i couldn't <coughs> uh pietroski karadienkovici there you go there what's on your mind oh uh, i was calling in because last week i believe it was um uh, I believe you're saying that uh, that, that um, you're you're uh, you feel like you should be religious or whatever, but just because like the uh, values behind it. And well, I don't know if I feel but, like I should be. I guess what I mean to say is um, that I that I see the utility of of religiosity as opposed yeah, to yeah. like the the philo- philosophical value. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty the same way, atheist and all that. But uh, I don't know. I love the religious communities. Yeah. But, uh, I do feel yeah. like. Yeah, I do feel like I was kicked out of the, the 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 almost like Republican Party with a lot of people saying you can't you can't be conservative and atheist. Hmm. I don't know. I think you can. Uh, but I, you know, I used to flirt with atheism until I started getting involved in atheist communities, and I was like, wow, you people are terrible. When I look Org- at atheism, organization oh, around I, I, non-belief is sort of weird. Yeah, but it it is itself I mean, organization believe- around belief, just non-belief. Yeah, it's sort of paradoxically. Whereas when I'm in Christian communities, I always think about how wonderful the people are and accepting, hmm. and, and they seem not to want to push it on me either. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. Well, yeah. well, go on. Keep keep going. Sorry, we're kind of jumping on your call. Oh no, uh, I didn't. Um, oh, I'm trying to concentrate driving. Uh, no, what? <laughs> Hopefully, that's here. legal in your state. I don't endorse. Oh no, it, it's hands free. Yeah. I, I assume, you know, yeah, it's hand-free. Um, but yeah, earlier on, uh, in this uh, um, uh, 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 call-in show, there was the one guy saying that, uh, you know, he's hoping that uh, the white race stays stays dominant. Ooh, that's, that's got to be a yeesh for me. That's, I feel like that's going to be, uh, that that's the wrong way to go. It discourages people from uh, our, our the conservative cause. Just... Yeah, but the real question that I think, I think the phrasing was bad. Do you think that the people that built any given country should retain the majority in said country? Yeah, I I think the theme I'm sympathetic to is you can't just have a giant influx of people and expect things not to change. That's People that that, that had nothing to do with building this country. I mean, the fact of the matter is that white Europeans built America, so shouldn't they retain the government, retain the nation uh, to, to a large degree? 
Uh, in terms of race, no, no, I don't. Uh, but your yeah, assumption is that anyway. other races that we're bringing from other countries are fully adopting our ideologies and are not engaging in racial tribalism, which they clearly are. Yes, they clearly are. And I have a huge problem with the illegal immigration and flooding of immigration. I want to like slow it down and all that. Um, but in ta talking in terms of race, that just that's pit pitting white people against every other race and it just discourages everything as long as yeah but only white people are thinking American. like that only white people no, are like not. i think that we can believe in an ideology above our race other races are circling the wagons and they're engaging in tribalism to to like the highest degree i mean look at what's happening in the united states right now i think that white people are really sympathetic to this mentality that um we can believe in something greater than our our DNA, yeah, I, our but I guess group, I guess the counter to that is sympathetic to that ideology. I, I just don't I don't know that I'm persuaded by the case of other people are doing it, so that means it's a beneficial thing to do. Necessarily, I'm saying that if he, if we want to protect ourselves, then we best engage in the same kind of tribalism. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm saying it's the protective thing to do. Well, yeah, if you look I, at well, like like people like Roaming Lanley, uh, some black guy, the ABL, it's. It's, I won't even say it's really uh, all that much of race as long as you think of like the American ideals, which, yeah, if you got uh, a lot of legal immigrants, yeah, they got American ideals. They'll like join our culture and all that. Uh, legal immigrants, yeah, I'll say kick them all out. All, uh, just all of them and all that, but I mean, race, if, no, don't get me wrong. If Roaming Millennial, that's what we hate about it. if Roaming Millennial was representative of your average immigrant, I'd be like, "All right, sweet, awesome," and and she is half white too, so she's in a specific situation. Caesar, be quiet. Um, she's in a specific situation. She's also very open-minded to differing viewpoints. I don't think that your average person is like that. Yeah, but I think the illegal immigrants that come in by by or by far and large, yeah, they'll bring their own culture, but that just kind of helps things out as long as you're not flooding the country and they that's just an advocate for that's higher just, american ideals no 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 that's just an argument for, for multiculturalism i'm seeing no evidence that having uh cultural diversity in this country is creating any benefit in any sphere outside of food culture like how does that make us stronger how does that make us better having differing opinions having different cultures I, there i see no evidence that it's making the country better uh, well, I don't, I don't yeah, know that actually. he's. Well, I don't know that that's actually what he's arguing for necessarily. I think what he's arguing for is for people to integrate. That would be the hope. Yeah. I think the question right, is: is, people, is that is that realistic or not? Abandon their racial identity. Is that a fair thing to ask? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's where the question really lies. Like, is that how realistic is it? And yeah. I think it's the ideal. I think it is the ideal. I'm not persuaded that it is really realistic I, I mean as much as i want to be an individualist and i will stand for individual rights and individualism till the day i die i have to acknowledge that things like voting patterns voting trends cultural differences among races are they are a real thing that i that's not how i would want to organize my society in the ideal that said we don't necessarily live in the ideal either i, I still would like to work toward it though yeah, but if we want people to truly integrate, then the expectation has to be you come here, your homeland, your race no longer matter. And I don't know that that's a I fair that, thing to expect of people. I think it would be a fair thing to ask and to expect, but the realist, but is it realistically going to happen? You know, no, absolutely yeah. not. People feel like their their race is who they are. 
Um, and I don't think you can ask people to give that up. Well, it is interesting. Like I never, I'll let you hop in after this. Sorry. I'm bored. Clearly we find this stuff interesting. I, um, I never, I am very much of like a Gavin said something maybe a year ago that really stuck with me. Like I never thought of myself growing up as like, uh, I, I didn't think about my ethnic heritage very much. I didn't think about like, da- you know, Danish descendants or something like that. Um, and because there's been so much hostility toward white people and all of this then tribalism, it like suddenly it becomes more interesting. So, and that's what Gavin said is like, I never really thought of myself as a white guy until you t- started telling us that, that we suck. So I looked it up and it turns out we made everything cool. So screw you. Well, the reason and, that you feel like that is because when people start attacking you, you feel like you need to protect yourself. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, and I'm not saying people aren't, shouldn't be allowed to have pride in their, in their heritage and, and care about that sort of thing. That's the antithesis to integration though. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's not the ideal like I wish in an ideal world, I wish we could get along better despite those things, but I don't know how oh, realistic that is. Yeah. <laughs> what an interesting call. Thanks for calling. We got to give yeah, you Yeah, we'll give you a last word if you want. It. Oh, uh, 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 oh, uh, yeah. Just last thing would be that, um, the conflation of uh, race with culture is that what I mostly disagree on. If you're, uh, you're, you're not like, uh, um, uh, I don't know, a Swedish guy coming to America, you're still, you're, you're, you're it's still very different from America, like American culture. So they are, co- they, are, they can like be the severed. Like, race. yeah. Like yeah. But the, the ease, the ease with which you can integrate from Sweden versus Somalia. The, I mean, the, there are worlds apart. And like a, 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 a like American black guy is going to be way different than from an African black guy. It's just, it's, it's a, difference of culture uh and so i just like split the race away from it you don't uh, that's most I agree. well I go agree tell that... a group of black people that they shouldn't care about being black and tell me how that goes i definitely agree that they can be severed like or that they're not exactly the same thing and that they're not necessarily inextricably linked but of course um, they're inextricably linked well no i mean in, <clears throat> for the for the individual the individual can buck group trends anytime the point is group trends still exist that's right yeah well, yeah, I, I just don't think engaging in it is healthy. I'd rather like move, try to move away from that. Yeah, I would rather Instead all people try people to move away from everyone it. else. No, no, I, I agree with you guys. I, w- I would rather all people try to move away from this and it just doesn't really matter to anybody. But the fact of the matter is that only white people are even willing to entertain that. Yeah. Seriously, try to pitch this to Mexicans or to black people. Try and to that's... be like, listen, your race doesn't matter. Being American is the only thing that matters. You shouldn't care about your culture, and your heritage, your race. They'll be like, fuck off. Go fuck That's yourself. the frustrating part is because I feel like I'm left with two choices that aren't really satisfying. One is to revert to the sort of racial tribalism I don't like in sort yeah. of a defense as a defensive mechanism, which I don't really want to do, but I can understand why people have that tendency or reaction. The other side of it is somehow we're going to have to convince every other group in the world not, not to do it too do and that doesn't seem like the only remaining yeah. solution right, last, is, that, is that you're protected right. yeah sorry right. but last thing clearly is we're just, into this uh, <laughs> racial racial mixing means that we're we're fighting a losing battle if you want to go down whites versus everybody else that's that's really what i think hmm. we'll have to i think we'll just have to leave it there we'll give him last word <laughs> thanks man Thank clearly you. clearly you. Yeah, yeah. provoking okay. thoughts appreciate it Drive safe. Yeah, I forgot he was driving the whole time. Thank you, man. Uh, regrettably, I think we're going to have to... I'll, I'll, I, I did pull... Oh, let's see. 
did put one caller in earlier who couldn't make it. But I think we're going to have to call calls there, guys. I know there's still some people waiting. Um, we got through as many as we can, but we'll have to call it there. Um, so if you're having trouble... Oh, yeah. what, we just, oh just the live chat has been on fire tonight. These yeah, guys yeah. are cracking me up. Oh, we and on fire in terms of there too. Huh? I, I'm sure there. I'm sure that some of the discussion is fairly spirited too, given the, given oh, the topics yeah. tonight. Um, if you're wanting to participate in the show, but you're not, you're having trouble getting into the actual live room. Send us an email again. That's beauty in the at Put call in show question in the subject line. We'll respond to it on the show, or you can send us a uh, brief recorded YouTube video, one minute or less. Send us the link unlisted and we will play the audio. But I don't think we have any video submissions tonight, correct? Just written? Just written. Okay, let's uh, let's see what Jack has to say. Jack says, he gives some context for his question. He says, I've come to the realization that by and large, men and women do not see eye to eye on many fundamental beliefs. The differences have become so extreme that women in my family demand for all white men to get their balls clipped. Wow. Plenty of other women in my town believe that white men... Toxic uh, slash toxic masculinity is the heart of all problems and that benevolent socialism is the solution. So in that context, he asks the question, do you think that the genders need a break? Should men go out into the world to establish themselves and should women be left alone to get their priorities in order? That's sort of a, I guess, should men go MGTOW type question? Yeah, that's the heart of MGTOW. And I think that, um, you know, while I've had my gripes with MGTOW, uh, they do a lot of good for men um, that are tired of wasting their energy and resources on women and want to go through a period of self-exploration and self-betterment. Yeah. Um, and I think that men uh, men do pretty well in those situations. Women do not. And hmm. so I think that there will be a natural realignment of gender norms when men are like, all right, um, you guys want to do this? You guys want to play this game? Take care of yourselves. Then the welfare state collapses. Women are like, fuck, I can't rely on the state anymore. And they have to return to traditional gender roles. Yeah. Um, then, you know, we will trend back to traditional gender roles. Women cannot take care of society. They cannot run things. They're too incapable. Um, they're not strong enough. Women and men need each other. To, to procreate to exist but men do better alone so let's see how this turns out when we separate the gender but maybe that is what we need. fair point uh i uh i'm sympathetic to MGTOW, the reasons they that the reasons behind their philosophy the one thing that gives me pause is that i think men are generally unhappy without women and i think women are generally unhappy without men yeah the the compromise i could get with is I, I don't begrudge any man who decides, you know what, I'm going to focus my energy in becoming the best version of myself possible yeah, yeah. and building the best uh, home or whatever, building the best assets for myself possible. The only thing I would caution against is I wouldn't, and I'm not saying all MGTOWs are doing this or Jack is doing this. I just wouldn't close the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could divert your energies elsewhere as opposed to chasing women aggressively, build the best version of yourself. Right. Generally speaking, building the best version of yourself will probably attract the right chick a eventually. Woman. And this and whole thing, like all it takes is no, one. AWOL. All it takes yeah, is one. Yeah. That's what there you are mean. good women out there yeah. that aren't going to ruin you, that aren't going to destroy you financially. And that risk, of course, is always there. But every relationship is a risk. Yeah. Um, and it is disproportionate. I think it's it, there's the greater risk for men. So you know, as long as you realize this and find a woman that you genuinely trust, they do exist. Um, and and be a good man. That's yeah. really all you can do to give yourself for, the best chance. For guys, like my experience, and my experience is not representative necessarily, but when I stopped, when I toned down the thirst, things got a lot better. You know what I mean? Like women can yeah. sense the thirst. 
And if you just build the best version of yourself you can and you kind of like an attitude of like, yeah, I got cool shit. You in on this or not? And if you're not, I'm just moving on to something else because yeah. I don't care eh. that much. Suddenly yeah. they're all over you. Yeah. So, suddenly they're very interested. The key so, is not acting like you don't give a fuck. It's genuinely not. It's gen Correct. It's like, yeah, you're cool, but guess what? You know, I, there's a million other cool chicks in the world. Yeah. I'll go find someone else if you're not in on this. Yep. Fair enough. Right on. Uh, thanks for the question. Good luck, Jack. I, I assume you ask this because you're facing some of these uh, difficulties with your own situation. So I hope that uh, that all resolves. Uh, Grant. Grant. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Grant super chatted earlier. Hey, Matt and Blonde, can you talk more specifically about the red line each of you have for when the government has gone too far and it's time to exercise the Second Amendment? Did we answer this last week? Uh, we've answered something similar. What specific before... gun law is too far? A national registry, yeah. a semi-auto ban, ban on home storage, all the above, man. What about other laws mandating SJW re-education for every job, hate speech laws mandating trans kids, open borders, nationalization of specific... Yeah, any of this shit is too far. This is, this is all take up, the, take up my guns. Um, my general perspective on uh, gun control issues is I am fine, mostly fine, with the background check status quo. Yeah, fine, um, but I, and the reason I'm okay with that is you're not, the, the fundamental idea of this country is you're not going to be denied life, liberty, and property without due process of law. If you're a criminal, you've had uh, a charge, you know, successfully, you, you've been convicted of a charge levied against you through due process. I don't have as much of a problem with denying you life, liberty, or property by virtue of that conviction. Um, so that's about as far as I go. As far as banning specific weapon types, I'm much less sympathetic to that. I've explained before that I would be in favor of repealing an automatic weapons ban, for example. I think yeah. that's too far. I can explain more on that another time. In the interest of time, I won't do that now. Um, so that would be my uh, my one thing that I'm comfortable with is background checks. That said, they want to nationalize background checks for private sales. Like if I get a if I get a gun at any licensed dealer, if I go to a store, I'm going to get a background check. If you, if, um, let's say I want to give a gun to my friend here in Montana, Montana doesn't have private sale background checks. I can give him the right. gun. He doesn't need a background check. So, a lot of states, that's not the case. You need to go through a dealer and get that background check. The problem with that, and as many have spoken to that I see, is there's no way to enforce that type of law without a registry. And I will always oppose a registry. I don't think it's any of yeah. the government's business who owns what weapon. Uh, and I don't want to see that happen. So it's not necessarily the background checks that make me a in and of themselves that make me oppose um, background checks for private sales. It's the fact that it's unenforceable without a registry. And we'll, okay. I, I don't know if we can answer the second part. There's, uh, or did you want to speak to that? Um, no, I mean, any of these things, I, I think, are reasons for people to take up arms. Oh, that's the context, is would, would these things be reasons for Second Amendment intervention yeah. basically yeah. the only uh, the my my simple answer is if you're violating my rights by force and my only choice is to act defensively in order to preserve my my life my liberty or my property then that is an appropriate time um like a, a hate speech law for example is in here like if i was facing jail time for having the wrong opinion or other people in my country were facing jail time for having the wrong opinion yeah i think their fundamental rights are being violated uh, unjustly and that that sort of thing would be. This is not a me. This is not me calling for violence. I'm saying that's the sort of betrayal of the protection of life, liberty, and property. And that, this is why we have the Second Amendment. Yeah, I mean that's the type of tyranny, a tyrannical government that you would have to start thinking about these sorts of things. 
Thanks, Grant. Uh, Michael says, my question is a hypothetical. Say we were on new colonies on Mars or the moon and the colony was going to declare independence from whatever body was, con- was governing it and create a constitution from scratch. What kind of government would you form or what governments would you draw inspiration from in creating your new constitution? If it helps that powers on Earth will not try to forcibly quash your independence declaration, that most countries will recognize your new nation and that travel... Uh, to and from Earth will be no more difficult than current airline sea travel. Basically, if you were starting from scratch and you didn't have to risk being overthrown, what would you do? Uh, um, I would base it on the American Constitution with... Um, I would make it more difficult to amend. Yeah. And then I would have like and More difficult to amend, you clauses. say. Interesting. Huh? More difficult to amend, you say. Yeah, and then I would have tons of immigration clauses basically hmm. allowing... Nobody else. Is. I had a really interesting conversation with a patron about this a few weeks ago. We were talking his his general premise was the U.S. Constitution is poorly written, not that he disagrees with it, but poorly written in that portions of it are difficult Ambiguous. to understand. And and the point we were talking about is, wouldn't it be nice if like you have the Bill of Rights, for example, First Amendment, Second Amendment, you know, the list goes on. What you don't have is an articulation of the philosophy about why this is necessary. Free speech, why? Put an asterisk on it. Well, we have the marketplace of ideas. Generally, if speech is free, we can select the best ones. Natural competition brings the best ideas to the top. This is why this is a good thing. That philosophy is helpful for the court in adjudicating certain legal disputes later because we know the reasoning behind certain constitutional clauses and therefore we can better judge whether a law is an infringement or a violation of that philosophy or not. So I would actually say- I don't know if it matters though. Like look at the ninth circuit, like they give a shit what the spirit of the constitution says. It would be easier to demonstrate that they are categorically wrong though. That, that's, that would, you know, so I would, I would, I would say keep things mostly the same as the U S constitution. I'd be more explicit about, and I guess the constitution is already explicit about this, but like double down, listen, Powers not expressly granted to the federal government are reserved for the states and localities. The federal yeah. government does X, Y, and Z. Other than that, man, it's local. It's local stuff. I'd, I'd like to see very strict rules about that because... Oh, yeah. People in the live chat are talking about the Federalist Papers, and that's true. I mean, we do know yeah. what the spirit of the Constitution is, it, it, but that, that doesn't matter. The, and the Federalist Papers are important, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone who ratified it was on board with the Federalist Papers specifically. Um, although it's a good cue, I'd like to see something explicitly ratified by all the signers who said, yes, we agree with this philosophy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, oh, you just read that one. Let's see. This is from Tom. I have a question that I'm not sure about myself as a devout Catholic. I see the difference, a difference between marriage and the sacrament of holy matrimony. So I really don't give a fuck if a couple of fudge packers, wants to throw away half their life savings and probably ruin the rest of their lives for a relationship that'll only last like five years. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. My concern, however, is Jeez. in same-sex couple child rearing. We have 40 years of data to see the effects of children from single-parent households, and it's not good. We don't have nearly enough data to see the effects of same-sex parents. A new lesbian couple, cops, of course, that had a daughter, a beautiful, sweet little girl, whom they dressed like a boy at all times. Even her bathing suit was boy shorts and a T-shirt. That couple broken up a couple times due to domestic violence and they keep getting back together for their daughter. It kills me to think of how messed up that sweet little girl will be when she grows up. So what are your feelings on same-sex couples raising children? Should we be wary? I mean, 
I know it's anecdotal, but every time somebody asks me about this, like I have to go back to the story of the lesbian cliff divers. <laughs> no, I just think that this this story, I know it's anecdotal. This is not representative of yeah. larger data. Although we've talked about this before, lesbians do, of all the groups, they have the highest domestic abuse um, rate with just within that single demographic. But I yeah. look at that and... And it was lesbians that took um, six kids from single mother impoverished Houston households. And the methodology that, you know, that liberals are employing, they're like, well, these kids are better off. They're, they're in a better situation, but they're all dead now. So they're clearly not in a better situation. I don't think we need to be thinking like that. Like, are they going to be in an improved situation? I think we yeah. need to be thinking, uh, can we make their lives whole can we make their lives good and functional yeah and that needs to be the standard for adoption this, this is very difficult i will always side with best interest of the child yeah. and that can be empirically measured however there's so much social forces and political forces behind a lot of the research it's very difficult to judge so in the absence of convincing empirical evidence i'm comfortable surmising that the two-parent heterosexual nuclear it's got to be the arrangement best. is the yeah. best for a child. The, if I were to guess, again, this is shooting from the hip, not necessarily based on empirical data, but I'm guessing. I'm going to guess that there are circumstances in which there are stable gay or lesbian households that a child would be better off in than, I don't know, uh, certain foster home situations or, you know, not necessarily having a stable home. So, for me, it, it's got to be on an individual basis and it's got to be a serious evaluation about what that child's individual situation is and what sort of care is available for them. But all things being equal, if you have two equally qualified households, I, would, go I would want to send the, the child. The real question then yeah. is, is there a dearth of nuclear families of um, heterosexual married monogamous couples uh, looking for children. And I, I don't, I think that there are plenty of them to go around. I, I don't yeah. think that, I think that if you fill all of those voids, how many homosexual couples are left yeah. over? The one and this isn't, um, this is not, again, it's not a shot at like gay couples out there or anything like that. Uh, it's, it's not about like denying equality or individual rights. I think we should all agree on the fundamental premise that best interest of the child should be the priority for any adoption right. situation. And that is, that's the way I look at this. So it's not like I'm trying to punish people with alternative lifestyles. It's just like, realistically, I got to go with, with what's the proven best system for yeah. a kid, yeah. you know? Mm. And you want to keep kids out of foster situations too. Um, all right, you want to take Autumn? And you gotta you gotta watch out for cliff divers, man. Search yeah. their home for Coors and Benadryl before you hand for it real. over. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Autumn says, I've been a listener for quite some time and I enjoy both of your content a lot. Well, thank you. With that said, my question is really for Blonde, though Matt, feel free to answer as well. Blonde, you've talked about dating and finding a guy or girl in a deeply liberal area. But what would you recommend for a 21-year-old college student? I'm going to a Jesuit college, so I don't <clears throat> have to worry about being surrounded by too many crazy leftists, but there are still a bundle of crazies around that I don't want to risk dating. Thanks. Um, well, I wouldn't date somebody your own age. That that gap really narrows as you get older. So if you meet somebody that's like 22 or something, when you're 30, you're going to feel like he's 25. So you're 21, I would say um, date a 30-year-old guy that is like far past this college situation that has his life under control 
nine, 10 years is really the sweet spot for relationships, I think, um, as far as age difference is concerned. Much more than that, and you're going to be widowed for a long time. And much less than that, and you know, you're going to have issues because men kind of mature at a slower rate, I think. Uh, so yeah, just don't date any college guys. Just date guys that are about a decade older than you, and then they'll be at that age where they're they're pretty ready to settle down. Hmm. She might have a better chance with college guys at a Jesuit college, maybe. What, what, I don't know. Do do women really want to marry somebody their own age? I'm you want to have like do, that little but... element of paternalism in a relationship. <laughs> I think but, I think uh, most women want that. Yeah, sure. I mean, you you would know better than I would. <laughs> I don't. I I still don't know what women want. I'm still trying to figure that out. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, thank you, Autumn. Um, and good luck with that. I hope it works out. Sleuthing Sloths, uh, or do you want to take this one? Sleuthing Sloth? Oh, no. Go ahead. Okay. I'm currently writing an essay on censorship in print, but choosing to focus upon online content. I was wondering what your views are on the recent deplatforming of certain speakers online regarding how social media companies are responding to these accusations from the right. Is there, uh, are there any good sources that you would know? Uh, or that you would know of that I could use in my essay. Uh, I mean, I can't cite anything offhand. Um, this is something. I don't uh, know. It's it, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't know that you're going to find one big aggregated source. What you're going to have to do. You're. I would need a more focused question. Like, what is the what is the what is the focus of this essay beyond yeah. just broad censorship? So, if you're able to get a more fo- focused research question and email that to me. I, I, I might be able to help you out, but uh, unfortunately that's a little too general for me to, to offer anything um, constructive right now. I would say. I agree. Um, this is from Leo. Would you be in favor of state run gun licensing and registration systems? Ooh, similar nope. to how we handle <laughs> car ownership. Absolutely not. I think a license can help ensure that owners are competent and sane while the registration could help get illegal guns off the street. If we penalize people caught with unregistered guns, we do penalize people caught with unregistered guns. Um, love the show. Well, there's no, there's no registry in, in or not unregistered with, with owning guns illegally. Yeah. If you're a felon or something. Um, no, Um, I would not be in favor of any of this. This is, you don't ask the state for permission to, uh, exercise a constitutional right. If you wanted to, uh, that said, I'm willing to entertain arguments about why this might be beneficial, but before any of that would happen, I'd say you need to you need to amend and or remove the Second Amendment because we can't have asking uh, asking Big Brother for permission to exercise a constitutional right. Otherwise, what does that constitutional right mean? It means yeah. nothing. It means shall not right. be infringed. The government shall not intervene in this area. Uh you know, I think a license can help ensure owners are competent according to whose judgment though. I'm not, I mean, I'm not in favor of safety training. Uh, you, you know, I think those things are good. And I think a lot of gun advocacy organizations are big on, on training shooters uh, and people who have guns for defensive purposes to be competent with their weapons. Yeah. But I am not comfortable putting that sort of judgment in the hands of government. The whole agreed, point agreed. is that we are supposed to be uh, it's supposed to be a watch against a potential tyranny. If the government is all of a sudden judging who's fit to uh, to to be armed or not, the Second Amendment ceases to mean much of anything at all. Would be my perspective. Yep. Um, uh, uh, there there was one part in here too. Uh, while registration could help get illegal guns off the streets, I I, I personally would dispute that premise very much. I don't. Uh, if there's evidence to search to show that states with registrations, for example, have uh, 
lower illegal guns on the street and or lower gun crime or crime generally, I'd be happy to look at that evidence. Yeah. Uh, I'm not aware of it, and I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um, so and if we penalize people with unregistered guns, I mean, people build guns all the time. Yeah. Are we going to, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and, and honestly, I think a registry would incentivize people to build more unregistered. You know, I d- the whole point is I don't want the government knowing what I have. Yeah. So I'll, I'll build a few and stash a few under that tree over there and stash a few <laughs> behind the fence and stash a few down in the crawl space, you know. Um, oh, my but yeah, if you if dried food. But I but I'm very interested in um, in challenge on that perspective. So if you have especially empirical evidence, Leo, if you have empirical evidence for this sort of stuff, I'd be happy to take a look at it. OK, uh, is that it? That is it. So let's close out with Super Chat and Streamlabs. All right. We have Bruce Wilkie. Can you let me call in? I'm Bruce Bruce in the channel waiting room. Sorry, dude. Unfortunately, we are all closed up for tonight. Uh, but, Justin uh, Case. Do appreciate it. Talk about Epstein. Damn it. Go 76ers. Yeah, we did. Uh, Blake McDowell. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, I guess it is. I've not seen it. Surprise, surprise. Is there a Christmas element? Yeah. It takes place at Christmas time. Uh, The Ref with Dennis Leary is one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Uh, Hilarious. PS YouTube Rock. Thanks for all the great content. You are Well, thanks for tuning in. Um... Jay says, Blonde, have you seen your rational wiki page? They really hate you there. Also, in your next <laughs> video, I think you should give your presentation very angrily. It would get positive reviews, I bet. Yeah, everybody check out my rational wiki page and feel free to edit it. I was editing it for a while to take out my real name and everything. Um, and then they locked out, they locked me out. So I can't I can't edit my own rational wiki page anymore. Hmm. It's just filled with like vile untruths about me. It's to- it's filled with this- slander. Does anyone even treat that as a serious thing? I mean, it's, no, they do I mean, that to a bunch of people. But it's like the worst. It's the first thing that comes up when you Google me. And it's like the worst stuff. How the hell did they get that? They must have some you SEO know, when pros. you Google Jared Holtz, all positive stuff. The first three pages of him, it's, it's positive. When you Google me, it's like racist, Nazi, whore, bitch. It's terrible. Hmm. I think that, you know, Google definitely favors people. Uh, yeah, so please edit my rational wiki page because I cannot. Um, Blood in the belly of the beast is very cool and very a very cool. nice lady. Measured. Everyone yeah. likes her. Yeah. Great hair. The slaughtered <laughs> lamp says blonde Star Trek deep space hospice. I know that's totally what it's going to hmm. be. Uh, Justin K says beauty is greater than beta. Just saying still love you, Maddie. We all love Matt. Oh, well, thanks. Justin case also says, listen, bucko, clean your room and talk about Epstein. We did. Amateur tactical identity politics is bad no matter who's engaging in it. Don't fall into that trap. Um, yeah, it's a little black and white. I think if you've got to engage in identity politics, then you've got to. Uh, Sock Puppet, but we talked about that at length. Sock Puppet mm. Joe, there are a lot of socialist whites. There are a lot of Asians who are conservatives. I think it's more of education versus the leftist indoctrination. Um, if, if by that you mean like quality of education, because I know tons of highly educated people from Ivy League schools that have really high IQs and still turned out uh, socialist. And They're going to make it work this time, man. They're yeah, the ones yeah. they studied harder than everyone. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm not, a, I'm not a hater. I just fash a lot. Our traps day. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've been through this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, here's the standard is as soon as you realize, as soon as it has been uh, observed that the person in question is in fact male, yeah. if you feel attraction at that point still, then yes. I don't know about that. If you act on the attraction, then definitely. Uh, fair like, point. I'll leave fair a few point. minutes of like firing neurons and like weird brain activity. Yeah. And the closest I can get to traps not being gay is you're not aware that it is a, a tranny 
Yeah. And you feel the attraction or whatever. But Did as you soon see as you Blair's video on detransitioning. I I don't watch. I heard that she was going off of hormones. Yeah, going or something. off of hormones so that she can freeze sperm so she can have a child with her. Oh, that's the plan. Yeah, but I don't think she's actually detransitioning. People seem really pissed off in the comments. Hmm. Um, identity politics is bad. It's bad. Okay. Um, Philbert fifty three Rogers individualism, and the NAP only really matters to a certain subset of overly altruistic whites. Everyone else is playing for keeps. That's. Well, that is, and that is kind of the libertarian dilemma is like, you know, you can believe in individualism to a suicidal extent. It's kind of the classic meme that's like, well, I have this, it's the ultimate libertarian um, dwelling where it's like a guy with a fenced off perfect yard and perfect home, but he's surrounded by endless garbage and trash everywhere else. I I understand that. I I do. Libertarianism works when everybody around you is also a libertarian. Yeah, exactly. You have liberty survives among people who value liberty. And if you think that if you're going to be so libertarian that any that there's free movement anyone can come in and do whatever they want pretty soon people who don't share your view about liberty and in fact crave authoritarianism come in and suddenly your liberty that you love so much is basically extinct right so okay. I'm, I'm fully aware of that uh, that far end of the spectrum um e is for egg roll says i'd say white western christian culture intertwine and we fall apart more by secularization than race europe first hmm. now u.s real christianity transcends race i could write a dissertation on this um yeah, I'm open to that perception as well, but I think it's equally as unlikely uh, to demand that people uh, are universally Christian, especially when there's a, uh, especially Islam has a racial element. So does Judaism. So I don't know how those aren't inextricably intertwined. Well, I guess uh, for me, the question is inextricably like there's they're intertwined they're related but i do believe they can be severed it's just a question of certain cases or a lot of cases being more difficult than others you know yeah yeah uh john mcgee the federalist papers do help but i agree it would be nice to some for some clarification some engineering codes will also publish a separate interpretations document to address ambiguous portions and why it was implemented yeah we need some help founders um mike jenkins Matt, play Funny Boy by Lee Scratch Perry. Didn't we do this last week? I guess, but we got it wrong because it wasn't great rape. It was great ape. Oh. Remember that? What is it? What is it? What, what do I have to play? Um, play People Funny Boy by Lee Scratch Perry. I'll, I'll find it. You keep going. And obvious AIT, use IVG and artificial wombs to enhance white birth rates. Ooh, ooh. That's getting a, that's, uh, ooh. Also, what if we simply create the ethno state and make it a new continent? Why uh, you ask for Trojan horses to come in? Um, I mean, I don't know that you can do that without infringing on individual rights either. And artificially enhancing birth rates, that's not going to solve our nuclear family problem. What, yeah, that's true. Artificial wombs. What, what's going to happen with this is that feminists are going to make it impossible for men to use them so that they can be single dads, but then single moms will be allowed to use them. So it's just going to be advantageous for women so long as feminists control, um, you know, the, the social paradigm. Is this planned for you in the share, the video share? Uh, no. Reload it real quick. I got a live version of this. Sounds like some discount Bob Marley or something. This guy looks something. like Flavor Flav. Yeah, it's like Flavor Flav Bob Marley. Why are we listening to this? Because we were told to, and we do whatever we're told. All right, I'm done. That's it? Yeah.
Okay, let me see what we got in uh, in Streamlabs. We are actually all caught up on Streamlabs, so I'm going to cut this. We're not going to listen to this anymore. Whatever this was. Uh, and let's get out of here. So uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about Sunday, but please, God, not Mueller or Manafort, for the love of God. We'll definitely talk about this... Uh, custody battle over the transgender kid I think that's a that's a pretty good topic but that's basically the only thing I have in the notes right now so I'm hoping for some topics that interest me more as the week develops instead of Mueller nonsense I don't know maybe Epstein you got yeah. anything you want to talk about Sunday yeah lots of stuff alright well we'll see you then thanks for a spirited discussion tonight can't wait for your hate mail everybody see you then. have a good night <laughs>